What up, Twisters? We back. Episode 49, Greasy Runts. Man, I really love some Grease Monkeys, so I knew when they crossed it with the runts, it was going to be fire, and for sure it was. We also got down on some dank-ass IPAs. We fucked with Fremont, Black Raven, Fort George. You'll see what it is. Cam and I were trying to hone in our interviewing skills, so so this time we interviewed each other because we're going to have a lot more of those coming in the future. We told some old school stories, touched on why we really have a passion for cannabis and all that good stuff. At the end of this, we all were twisted, a couple beers, quite a few blunts, and you know how we do. So keep it twisted, y'all. Welcome to the sesh. At a critical time when young people must make decisions that will shape their future, the people who become dependent upon marijuana are dependent on an escape that makes the unreal seem beautiful and the reality of life seem unnecessary. Oh no. Fumble on that. What up, Twisters? We're back at it again. Welcome to the sesh. Dab Marine on deck. Ooh, big Dab Marine. There it goes. There it goes. Foam and all. Animal. Animal. That one was for you. <laughs> there it is. All right. Just, I always just drool all over myself on that shit. Every time. Every time. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do when you're doing a dab and, and consuming so much uh, fluids at one time? I'm going to make you do one one day. I, 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 Worst case scenario, you just stop drinking the beer. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And sure, the, you look like a bitch, but <laughs> worst case scenario, you just stop drinking the thing The thing is, I just can't. I, so... You describe this as like you can normally do this without. Uh, oh my, Q-tips are somewhere over here. Uh, you said you could normally do it like you can't do that without doing the uh, dab. The dab, like you can't you can't chug a beer like that without doing a dab. No, not at all. I will throw up immediately. I see. That's the way I feel. I feel like I'm just gonna throw up immediately. If you want to juice that Q-tip, you can you can you can dab it in that little that little guy right there. So what I do is I do a dry Q-tip first. You're a dry guy. First, first to soak up the oil, because I feel like if the Q-tip is already wet, it doesn't absorb as much. Mm. I, I mean, you're not wrong. The thing is, I like I I, I use the dark crystal cleaner because it's like it's a uh, it's not ISO, and so it gets a bit more aggressively in those crevices. I feel like and stays moist. Um, and so it's one of those things where it's like you can use your Q-tip as an abrasive surface or as a abrasive scrubber thing. Yeah, that's why I do both because a lot of times I'll have a puddle in there mm-hmm. that I want to soak up first, and then. The actual scrubbing. Absolutely. The scrubber. So now you guys know how we dab. This is Nate. This is Cam. Welcome to the sesh. That's right. <coughs> We're oh. going to get this a little smoother, this whole dab marine beginning thing. You know, it's gonna, yeah. it'll get better. <clears throat> I tried to bring us in this time, you know. I, 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 what did you think? It was way better than the last time. <laughs> like last time, everybody was like, how's he going to talk while he's drinking that beer? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I kind of had to figure it out at least. Like this, it just isn't gonna work. It's not gonna work like that. I can't expect you to to ring us in if you're if you're in the middle of consuming so much, so much. Right, and I think I want to try to time it out to where, when the camera turns on, I'm already in the middle of downing the beer. Sure, sure. And, you know, I think that's what I want to try to attempt to do. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I'm we can get this t- timing down better. We can make that work. We can make that work. Uh, what do you think of the email? This is your first email experience with. Uh, well, not well, first one on air at least. Yeah. Oh no, it hit good. We turned it up a little bit so that the whole dab would burn up for me to do the dab marine, but it was good. Uh, welcome to episode 49, y'all. 
Um, we're going to be smoking some of that greasy runts from Green and Gold. Yep, one of our favorite uh, producer processors. Yep, uh, Exotic Genetics, Mike over there, hanging out, hanging out, making sure we get the uh, the good good strains and good flavors on deck. If you're not following Exotic Genetic, what's it? Exotic Mike? Is yeah, Exotic Genetics, Mike. Exotic Genetics, Mike on Instagram. Then you're really slipping because he just is always showing great weed. He's got an awesome Discord now. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's he's, have, he's having a lot of fun in this shit and is really creating really really good weed. But on a side note, I was talking to another breeder, and he said that he makes great strains. Not talking shit by any means, but he goes through them so fast that there is more of a likelihood of getting um, something that's going to hermaphrodite sure, or something sure. like that when you're buying seeds of his like. Every year he comes out with like ten strains Dude, or more so. More than that, bro. It's Minimum, like you know? like he's. I, I feel like he's pumping out like easily like ten to fifteen a quarter. I, I was gonna say he, yeah, he makes way more than that. But I think only like ten stick around. Okay, like the rainbow belts and yeah, like the grease monkey yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, grease those, monkey. Those, all those those have been stuck sticking around. back around to kind of go yeah. back into it again. And so, um, you know, once you maybe once you get something that's a little bit more stabilized, that you're not gonna run into those problems. But he's like. The, uh, the breeder was telling me, you know, when you go through them so quick, it's hard to get them stabilized. Sure. I can understand that, too. Um, yeah, like, like, dude, these guys always pumping out, like, heat. Like I said, like, every single quarter they're pumping. Like, they have a Runtz lineup. They have a Grease Monkey lineup. They have a Mint Chocolate Chip lineup. And this is, like, 15 strains crossed with Mint Chocolate Chip. Yeah. And they're, like, the other hype strains on the market as well. And so I find that uh, it's... I don't know. Really, it could be a quick turn and burn kind of situation too. But I always appreciate the quality. When you go to their website, yeah, I always appreciate the quality that Green and Gold brings to the table. Like ever since we started getting their weed in, it was instantly one of those. Uh, yeah, this is this is money I can I can spend on this. Um, and the reason I ask you to do that is because is this a product of him crossing a bunch of things with Grease Monkey, or is this the product of him crossing a bunch of different things with Runts? I would assume Runts because Runts is so hot right now. But you know. Cause like it's cool, like like last one of the last times I looked, he was doing everything times red pop. So it's you know, red gelato pop is that, yeah, like gelato that. times red pop, fucking runts times red pop, creating the red runts. Like and then whatever he likes out of those, he keeps you know keeps going. Some of them stick around, some of them don't. I think if you just go to his general website, you get to the. Um, I don't know if you know if he has like a specific website, dude. Like, I I, so. like what's, it, what's it called? Exotic Genetics? Is that just what we're going for? I yep. thought we were going to Green and Gold, my bad. No, Exotic Genetics. And then uh, it shows like what, um, I don't even know what, what series he's on. I guess maybe you'd call it that. Like this is the Runts series. Right. <clears throat> like I think we're on that Scotty to Hottie series Yeah, now. Scotty to Hottie is yeah, what he's on right that's, now. That's what we're doing right now. Scotty to Hottie. Let's see if he's got any other specific uh, uh, strains going on. And I definitely will screenshot what we're looking at here and, and throw it up on the YouTube. So uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Click, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Tell four friends by 420 tomorrow. Otherwise, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> That's Seri- the dad marine talking. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was aggressive. I don't know. I mean, we, we, can, we, can, be, we can be blunt like Sometimes that. Sometimes but... I need to be aggressive with this shit. These motherfuckers ain't sharing. I mean, I'm sharing all the time. Maybe oversharing. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, dude. No, green exotic genetics is really pumping it up, dude. I've got all kinds of stuff going on here. They got the grease monkey lineup. They have their camel. Yeah, let me ca- see that. Carmelita lineup. I don't know. They have they have a few other things in there too. So I'll do it right here just so you can see. You so know, we might even be able to go even full full on, dude. This is one of those phones. Oh, look at this guy. This is one of those phones. Look at this guy. Click yeah. on that grease monkey fucking thing. Yeah, let's do that. So let's click on that guy. Um, there it is. So his mother is grease monkey. Father was grease monkey. Okay, so this is a back cross of, of yeah. the grease monkey. It's super grease monkey. Super monkey. Um, it talks about your growing conditions and how you can do it. Um, how long it grows for. Um, what to expect as far as like, I guess appearances and things like that too. That has uh, talks about resin production. Come on, oh, go up, dude. It's not doing it's it. It's not working. No, it's it's doing it. But either it. way, that wasn't what I was. I was hoping to see like. I, I thought that might be one of the series when I clicked on the yeah, Grease Monkey thing there. I thought it was too. But like, so. Either way. Either way. You see the website's dope. Fucking great pictures. They, they put, they spend a lot you don't of, got that cool of a phone. <laughs> they, they, spend a lot of, they spend a lot of time making sure that their cannabis is, is spot on, though. I do yeah. feel like. like, when, like I, the only thing I can say is potentially about the Greasy Runs was that I did hear that there was potential seeds every once in a while. Yep. Exactly Good like weed. I just said. Good weed. But potential seeds. Just like I said, sometimes that new shit is going to be not quite stable yet. And after generations, it, it definitely uh, first gets rip. better. First rip. Stabilizes. Ooh, you can smell it. I didn't even crack the seal yet. Just on ripping it, you could smell it. Start to say off gas, you know? Just the rip. Human. Off, off the rip, as the rappers say. Mm. Ooh. Yep, I can definitely smoke. So, Grease Monkey is one of my favorite strains of all time. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a good one. Cookies and, cr- cookies and cream times Gorilla Glue. Always have loved Gorilla Glue, mm-hmm. and when you add other things like cookies and cream, it just made it better. Right. And, and cookie, you go back, like, I think it's, well, no, it's Space Monkey. I was going more in the Space Monkey category. Oh, this things, smells but, really good. <clears throat> it no, smells Grease like, Monkey. Um, like crackers or something. Like just savoring, a little sweet. Salt, like a like how Ritz crackers are a little salty and a little sweet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, take a whiff of that whole bag in there. Let's see. Looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks really good. Oh, man. No, you're not wrong, dude. It's it's like right there. Ooh. Like, you know, okay. Like, I can only describe this as like if, like, if you smoked Runtz before. Because <clears throat> Runtz has like that floral savory salty note about it um and i find that like it also kind of like results itself back into a little bit of that kind of tangerine i'm not gonna say tangerine but more like maybe that grapefruit kind of like sweetness the the skittles is grapefruit on grape ape and say skittles has that that's because so to runts is skittles times gelato so we got grease monkey runts making this greasy greasy runts and so the runts is skittles and gelato grease monkey is cookies cookies and cream and gorilla glue yes 100%. 100%. And I kind of feel like that Drunts always does have like a backdrop of some citrus, but it's never a, it's it's always a nuance. It's never like a forefronted kind of flavor. Um, and I just never, I, it's one of those things where like I, I'm getting like, I'm getting that kind of essence out of this, but at the same time, there's more cush and kind of kind of a little bit more gas to it. Yeah, too. you can definitely tell there's that cookies and cream and like gorilla glue. It's tangy. It's a little sour with that kind I'm of saltiness. I'm excited to smoke this. Yeah, this is going to be good. Um, so what do you think of runts in general? Do you like runts? I like runts. I, th- I think runts is, okay, so like if, if I could, I could put runts up there of like being something that uh, it's got a fairly decent enough high. It's got a very gelato-like high. Um, it's got a, a decent enough flavor. It's a very gelato-like flavor, but it's got a little more of a complex gelato. And there it is. And I, f- I just feel like that overall, 
that kind of puts me in a good spot. I, I do get burnt out on its flavor, though. So it's like I, I'll say that uh, sometimes it's the, the, just what it's bringing to the table isn't exactly what I want. Sometimes I want something a bit funkier. Sometimes I want something a bit, uh, yeah, just kind of not necessarily that flavor profile. Yeah, so it's for me, it tastes really good, but the high has just never been super hitting for me. Sure. And I, I, I can say that, but like at the same time, it's like I feel like most of my weed these days isn't like really slapping me around or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah, that's why I just stick with these fucking cushions and cookies yeah. and cakes. Right. Because I needed to fucking kick me in the dick. Absolutely. And then, like, and the, I think that's one of the biggest reasons. Uh, Definitely so. Um, I was it brings me to one of my questions for you, my guy. So I was, I was. Oh yeah, I was, let's tell them what we're doing then. Oh, so what? So we plan on um, getting a lot more interviews, and we figure we better brush up on our interview skills. So what Cam and I are going to do is we're going to interview each other today. Yeah, Yay. we're going to do some fun stuff. I've got some questions set aside, and this one was kind of the ones that just I, I thought about, but I didn't write down. So okay, awesome. Yeah, and so I was. I why do you smoke? the weed that you smoke and what goes through your head when you select that? Um, I definitely smoke for effect more than flavor, but the flavor has to be there. Whereas a lot of people seems like they're switching to, it's going to get me high regardless. So I need to make sure it tastes good. Mm. And I, and I was in that camp for a long time, but now I feel like so many weeds are really, really based on flavor mm -hmm. and not affect as much. And with, uh, THC numbers being a fucking myth and a whatever, it's hard to, you know, to know that. So I'm looking for something and it sucks when you just keep hitting and missing, you know, like, yeah, oh, I like, thought this was going to be it or the weed high feels good, but the it ain't burning right mm -hmm. or whatever. But um, I am definitely looking for effect more than flavor. Okay. Most uh, of the time. What strains do you usually gravitate towards? Uh, like I said, Grease Monkey is one of my very favorites. So if I see anything with some... So I really have always loved Gorilla Glue. So uh, let me start like this. Favorite strain of all time is going to be like a Sour Diesel OG Kush. Okay. So a Sour Kush, uh, OG Diesel. Um, even you're getting in the Chem Dog realm with that. Definitely so... so. That's my very favorite strain of all time. And now that everything gets, you know, generations past that just simpleness, then I have to try to f search those things out in like a grease monkey where I'm getting the Gorilla Glue and the cookies and cream. So I'm getting cookies. I'm getting a lot of those, those things mm -hmm. that I like that are <clears throat> starting to, you know, that are reminiscent of the things that I smoked back in the day when, you know, because I've been smoking weed since before we'd had names. You know what I'm saying? So Right. And so, so like, it's hard. <clears throat> and what about those? What about the strains have those flavors or the psychoactive uh, potencies that you're looking for? Like, what 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 exactly does it make you feel like? Um, it's got to give me like that head rush. Like, some if I get a good fucking hit of weed, it's like the world visually starts collapsing in to almost tunnel vision. And an old hippie called told me call he said he called it silver rain silver to, rain silver rain to where you can still see everything but it's like through some sort of weird filter and it's only like this far to where i can see right here good but there's some shit going on <laughs> you know it yeah, is it's what your, is it it's your eyelashes <laughs> <laughs> i can see the reflection off my eyelashes all the fucking time of lights and shit sometimes i can too all the time because i'll be high as shit <laughs> but um 
like the worst is when I'm driving yeah. and I'll just hit the vape pen. And for some reason, this one just fucking hit me just perfect. And all of a sudden, everything's tunneling in to where I can see the taillights and brake lights of the car in front of me. I can see like the driver's side of the car on the right side of me, <laughs> the passenger side of the car on the left side of me, and the lines I'm supposed to stay within. Yeah, you, you <laughs> blinder vision, and I must not leave this box. It's like exactly. It's like I'm a horse on the racetrack, and that's all I got. And I'm fucking just cruising at fucking seventy five and a sixty, hitting the fucking dab rig. Yeah, I don't do that really. That's all a lie. That's fabrication. That's just for your entertainment only. Fucking cops. <laughs> Super funny, dude. Snitches. Yeah, we don't we don't smoke and drive. That's illegal. Hey, I don't even smoke weed. <laughs> Why? Are, what are we talking about again? This is all props, <laughs> like in the old Cheech and Chong movies. Right. Absolutely, dude. Um, okay, so because like that, you didn't chop up one of the really pretty buds. We got to take pictures of that. I'm not. No, I'm. These are. I started with the smallest ones. Me I always. Too. I so I when, these out too. Oh, those Perfect. Are, those, okay. Yeah. So the small I, ones too. Yeah. These are all small little little ones that fell off the big buds. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So it'll be, um, but so I'm looking for that head rush. I'm looking for something that's going to relax me down, but I'm also to the point where I'm doing a lot of loading tobacco on top of my bong hits called mm-hmm. Mokes or Moles is the two names that I've heard. Mokes and Moles. Mokes or Moles are uh, the two different names that I've heard for this, uh, method and originally i was taking you know a steam paper like we would roll with and i would make like a what i would call like a bomb yep the cherry bomb kind of thing yeah and just wrap the weed up in a little circle but now i totally gave up on that and now i just keep a leaf out and let it dry to bone dry to where it just crumbles yep. and then i'll just take a pinch of that and put it on top of my yep. bowl Whenever, whenever I run though on, on tobacco and I don't have the money to buy another leaf, I definitely do that. It's yeah. like every all these little snippings and stuff like that, or they're in my ashtray. Sometimes I'll go through and it's like, and it's like, all right, we'll crunch this up and smoke it in a bowl for once. I haven't right. had to do that in a while, but honestly, that's, that's... one of the best feelings I fucking get is hitting a goddamn blunt roach Dude. of these natural fronto papers. Not a swisher as much, mm. like that doesn't hit the same, but a fucking blunt roach, I might be fucking head rushing for that for 20 minutes, just like, God damn, what the hell's <laughs> going on here? Yeah, dude. For you know? real. For real. Yeah. And the one time I had a uh I did I did that specific thing. I decided it was I had a blunt that was just it was just it not staying lit in blunt form. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna put this in the bong. And it was it still had like a good like inch on it. Like it was just a fatty, just too resinous. Um and I I I am <clears throat> I had immediately uh <laughs> regretted my decision. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to do that in a giant bong. Right. <laughs> I, I I was th- Oh, I do have some. I think I want. Can I do one out of your bong, or do you mind? No, I don't mind. Oh, right. That, that, that's the bong I did it out of. In my bag over there is a Ziploc bag of um, Fronto that's a little bit dried out because I didn't close it all the way over the nice. weekend. Uh, um, damn, I'm already feeling damn good off this fucking dab marine. I've been up since four thirty in the morning, and it's already goddamn seven forty. And I'm just feeling great right now let's already. Let's, let's crack one of the beers I got going on let's right here. Let's do it. So what, what's, what's going to appeal to you I right now? I say we just go down the line. Let's right. just do a Lush. Lush. So this week for the oh, beers. Oh, dude, the Fort George is something nice, though. All right. Do we want to do that first, then? Yeah, let's start with, let's start with, the, let's start with the Fort George. All right. And my glass needs to be rinsed, too, sir. sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> please, sir, rinse my glass. Yeah, I'm going to hit this shit out the bong. 
Let's fucking do it, And so dude. what about the flavors then? So we talked about potencies. Okay, we so talked flavors. About, we talked about reasons and why you, what, what you're looking for. What so that's what check. I'm looking for uh, feeling-wise. We don't have a lighter. Or I mean, uh, um, I don't know if we have a lighter. Yeah, you got a lighter, but we don't have a ashtray. Boom. Boom. Uh, for taste, I'm not really into sweet weed. Like so, like give us some strain names that t- definitely taste sweet. Because so not because I would say sometimes people do interpret these flavors differently. Um, I don't like anything that's gonna be called grape. I don't like anything really like in the berry realm. Okay. Like if you got some berries and some grapes, some blueberries or like grape ape. Right. I don't like either one of those. Blueberry pancakes, thing, blueberry cookies. Blueberry pancakes, I'll go for because it, it has the cookies in there to fucking kind of make it a little bit more uh, salty and bakey. But it's, it. Oops, you need this. Oh, I do. But yeah, I'm. Um. So. <clears throat> I definitely am looking for more of that, like GMO. Mm-hmm. And again, GMO cookies and chem dog. What did I already say? Right. Exactly. Definitely. So I. So see, I break this weed down a little bit here. Just slightly. Just slightly breaking it down. Yeah, I always, see. If I could even like chop it like I do a blunt, I'll even rough chop it like that. Sometimes uh, I'll, I'll, I'm too lazy and I do just stuff it in there. And every single time I do that, it's because I'm too lazy and I think about this and I'm like, you you shouldn't be this lazy. You should not be. I hate it when I'm too sh- lazy to smoke weed. You shouldn't be this lazy. <laughs> and 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 and, and like you're you're gonna hate this experience when you rip this bong and I. Just, <laughs> and it just goes all the way on the outside doesn't burn the fucking weed and i hate my experience <laughs> you're really fucking yourself over right now bud i know i am all right let's do it it's like you're too lazy right now man you shouldn't be this lazy but- so i like that saltiness mm-hmm. so it's hard to explain so growing up in the prohibition era uh weed was such a taboo thing And so I was a bad kid. And so that taboo shit I was instantly drawn to. And so when I smell some weed that smells like I was seven, hanging out in my uh, uncle's garage and fucking not looking through cupboards I shouldn't be looking through, then that automatically I'm like, ooh, what's this? Oh, yeah. And But I don't know if I, like, it's probably the same thing with fucking pork chops or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's hitting that. It's hitting that thing, not like, so it's hard to say. Mm. And also what I found out, so my father and I haven't had a good relationship. Like from the age of like 13 to 30, we were really, we got pretty tight, Mm -hmm. but then things didn't work out very well since then. Sure. It it boiled down to me just being his weed man. (laughs) But uh, anyways, that's here nor there. I don't need to cry today. <laughs> we're not getting in the feels. All right, no, we'll try. No, we'll try to stay above the water. We're good. No, but um, he when we were talking, he was like, "No, when you were hella young, all you if only thing you went for in my house was my bong. Two years old, only thing you went for in my house was my bong. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's the only thing I was going for." You know what I'm saying? You just saw me, you know, rinse and repeat or like, right. you know, like, you know, like, you, you saw that you was do. the coolest thing I had that I loved. So maybe that's why you liked it. What do I do with that lighter? Here it is. So I'm going to just go ahead and hit this moke, this mole. Shout out to Oscar and Ashley. They're the ones who told me those names. <clears throat> I just always called it gross and then hit it and was yep. embarrassed. 
and found out everybody's doing it on the low. No, we're trying to get fucked up secretly, and you just we just don't want other people to know that we do this. I would say, again, I, I just don't do it very much. I don't think I look down on it. I think that there's a certain level of, like, you should probably have a really clean bong most of the time if you're going to be doing stuff like that, because tobacco resin and weed resin are made of a oh, kind of different stuff. I have to I have to clean my bong out every day, because this is almost the only way I smoke now. Sure. <coughs> and again, it's out of laziness. <coughs> 100% like, out of laziness. I don't, I'm too lazy to roll a blunt, but I'll load four bongets. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a, it's a, it's a time associated, right? So it's, like, it's like you gotta you gotta cut it up, you gotta get your wrap, you gotta put it all together, you gotta cure it, then you gotta burn it. Um, so it takes time. It takes time for sure. Yeah, words. I could just load this and get this head rush and be straight. Be straight. <laughs> Woo! Oh yeah, instant sweats. Hit the blunt in between. Mm-hmm. Make sure I'm not sl- make sure I'm not slobbering. <clears throat> Woo! I'm gonna practice beer too. Yeah, so the bong gets hella resonated doing this right here. And what I have to do on a daily basis, and also I think this has to do with my girl's lungs aren't the strongest, so she can't. Like the weed gets stuck in the down stem all the time. She can't like suck it all oh, the way through. Oh, snaps. <laughs> yeah, and so she can't suck it all the way through. So it gets clogged down in the down stem. So I have to clean that out all the time. But the resin in the down stem gets pretty furious, and I have to like scrape around the edges. Yeah, I feel like that. Uh, for me, most of the time. I just ashed on your floor, bro. Sorry. It's okay. All right. And so, um, have you ever used grunge off before? So, so wait. So I do a daily rinse, pretty much on my bong. Mm-hmm. And then every every week, probably even longer, because I'm lazy again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do rock salt. So I'll do a really good rinse with warm water, then put rock salt in it, and like it'll kind of warm the glass a little bit, the warm water. Mm-hmm. And then with the warm water, I will, um, I mean, with the warm bong, then I'll put rubbing alcohol in it, the highest percentage I can get. Usually it's about 91% these days. 99 is almost impossible. Yeah, I found one thing at 99, and I just fucking hoard that shit away and only use it for, only use it for uh, cleaning the, the banger. It goes in my in like this thing that you got. Yeah. <clears throat> but rock salt, rubbing alcohol, and swish it all around in there. Mm-hmm. And then to clean the sink, I have um the mint rubbing alcohol. There's a green rubbing alcohol and yeah. it's mint smelling. Okay. And so when I'm all done, I'll clean my sink with that and then it smells minty fresh. Interesting. See, I So then my b- sink doesn't smell like bong water. Have you ever used grunge off before? Nope. Nope. It's a uh, it's a reusable bong cleaner that uh, if you just if you just put it in your if you just put it in your bong, it'll just eat the resin off. It's a citrus based cleaner. Um, lush. Lush, dude. It's Fremont Lush. That's a good beer. 
It is. One of my favorites. We also grabbed some beers today that are going to be fairly yeah, easy, to, easy to pair or easy to find uh, in the stores. Uh, Fremont Lush is just a great IPA from the brewery out here in Washington. So it's like one of those ones. That you can find this at most gas stations, most uh, at least grocery stores. I know that for a fact. For sure. Yeah, every single grocery store has carried Fremont Lush. And it's become more popular lately that I've noticed, too. Um, it's the white can. White can. And uncan it. It doesn't taste as great in the can. It's a good. It's one of those things. This is the, this is a beer best had on tap. But if you don't get it on tap, take it out of the can. You mean put it in the glass? Yes. Okay. <coughs> I've never heard it said like that. Take it out of the can. Just fucking grab it and take it right out. Yeah, just take it out the can. Um, Let me hit this shit again too. Absolutely. We had a first impression with this this greasy runs here. Um, I'm going to talk about mine at least while you're hitting that. I don't know. This is really good, dude. It's got like. I would describe it as kind of chocolatey. Um, I would describe it as a little bit uh, skunky. It does have that earthy kind of bitter note that I think that Grease Monkey brings to the table. Um, yeah, dude. This is nice. Yeah, this right when you weed. said it, I was like, that's the one I want. That's some fucking... That's some good weed. <clears throat> Another one I want to... Uh, get- but another strain I want to try on the podcast is egg roll. Egg roll is great. I have some egg roll if you want to smoke that after the podcast. Okay. Or maybe late in the podcast. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but, dude. So, back to the beers. So, we did, we this podcast, we'll be having beers that you could find in most grocery stores, even gas stations. We got the Fremont Lush. I did the Doghouse 60 Minute. Mm-hmm. Again, just like last episode. Dogfish Head. Dog, I keep saying Doghouse. <laughs> Because we're smoking weed. <laughs> Dogfish Head. This is probably one of my favorite breweries. It's a great one, dude. Dogfish Dog... Head. Have you, have you had um, Fat Cat Brewing lately? Ever? Not lately, but yeah. With dude. the orange cat on it. Yeah, dude. They make some good beer. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Because it's not too sweet. Because that's what I feel like I find with the Runts. Runts is almost too sweet for me, even. Okay. Okay. Skittles is very sweet, and uh, I'm I'm not a big fan of gelato even. <laughs> I, again, I get I I I feel like Runtz checks that gelato box for me for uh, unique ways, but I do feel like I get burnt out of gelato, dude. I get so burnt out of that flavor. It's like it's something that it's very dominant whenever you kind of get it. It's like purple punch in a better way. I feel like people are smoking it for the flavor, not the high. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not a super distinct high. Like, okay, so we had a uh, uh, gelato burger. Is that what? We, is that what it was? I can't remember what is the Tranquil Forest. Uh, yeah, gelato burger, jelly burger, jelly burger, yeah. jelly burger. Yeah, I do like that. That stuff was fucking good because I like all those burger strains. Yeah, dude, it's that that one even had like that beef stew, had like a like a beef patty kind of like uh, savoriness about it. And it hit the body really nice too. So it's like, um, I feel like if I were smoking, like I don't know, for me, I, I, I primarily I think I do smoke for probably side effect as well. Um, if I was to really go for anything, because I find that cannabis for me is, a, I would say more eye-openingly medicinal than recreational these days. But okay. at the same time, I think I smoke for great, great, greatly because I'm bored or like you know. So, so what? So same question for you then. What do you? What? What do you like to smoke? And what do you look for? Absolutely. So I I look for if I can find Kim Dog or OG Kush specifically those two strains I'll I'll I'll, I'll gravitate towards things like that. Um, 
GMO has become a staple of mine, not because of potency yeah. though. It's literally because of flavor. Um, I feel like it gives me a good. It gives. It doesn't knock me down. It's it's a real happy good high. It's a happy high. It's an up. It's it's a very clear headed high for for honestly for talking about it. Like it's not stony or uh, puts you back or doesn't even have that creeping kind of chem dog high to it. It's very just euphoric, if anything. Very much. Um, but. I like OG Kush as my favorite strain in general just because of its potency. I find that it just puts me in a great headspace. It's got a good euphoria. It's stoning. has that good head, like behind the eyes kind of sitting. Um, it does have a good body high to it as well. Right. And it's not super sleepy for me. Um, and it doesn't usually stack up to be that way either. Um, and so I find that like Girl Scout cookies, a phenomenal kind of... Uh, I, I, like, I love that part of it too. Um, I like Kim Dog. I like OG Kush. Any, any combination of those things as well. And I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm trying to parrot the, the, your exact flavors as, or right. your, your stuff as well. But it's like the reason why I like them is because the way they make me feel. Yeah. And the way they make me feel is again uplifted. I feel happier. Um, I feel more focused. I do feel like that I have a certain level of ADHD that I'm trying to manage on a regular basis. Okay. And smoking those kind of like stony indica dominant hybrids or just indicas in general tend to slow that slow down that brain thinking and the processing. Okay. Um, I've never considered if I have that any, any of that type of stuff. I would have to. I would say. I would say start to evaluate your habits. If you if you have a lot of habits where, for instance, you're too you you, you find yourself being a little bit ang- like me. I find myself being a little bit anxious, um, for thinking I might forget about something or being too afraid of I might forget about something. Um, I'm pretty hard on myself for having forgotten about stuff or having completed things uh, incomplete like and in, in, like left things incomplete. Um, I find you- that. Do you think that comes from the stigma that weed has and being a pothead is supposedly going to lead you to being more forgetful or um, less responsible? And so you want to try to overcompensate for that? To a degree, maybe. I don't think that's specifically my motive, though. I think my, I think, and, the, I, I, and I would think that's more of a subconscious thing, right? May, like, because I, I would say whenever I'm uh, anxious about that stuff, it's not because I smoked or anything kind of like that. Now I have come across certain habits where it's like before I, if or not I not even because you smoked, but because you smoke, sure, you think oh. People are going to be like, oh, Cam's just stoned again. That's why he fucked up. No, I don't. Because I, I guess because I don't feel like that because I'm really trying hard not to let those kinds of things happen or to, to a great degree. Um, but it comes down to, again, so here I think one of the biggest things that I could probably describe it as is sometimes I won't start tasks simply because I feel like the 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 road to completion is too is too long or like there's too many. I'm, I'm looking at the, the list of A through Z when I should be ch- taking bite-sized chunks of a Taking and b at a time a. Yeah. yeah then go to c and d or go to like start with a go to b and do stuff like that so it's like those kinds of things i do find are a bit overwhelming for me and smoking weed can just sometimes shut that shit down i'm like all right i need to organize my desk or start on something else and stuff like that too so i feel like that it does help me kind of get to that point a little bit easier and again these strains that gelato like cookies i mean i could say the classic indicas too like uh like grenadine purple, blueberry, all those ones make me feel the way I want to feel. I just don't appreciate the flavors like I do of like OG Kush, Girl Scout cookies, Chem Dog, and things in those categories. Um, like it comes down to the the reason I like those so much for their potencies is also because I love their flavor too. And I've and I, I would say that I didn't quite didn't I don't think I quite really arrived at the at that at that you know at that stop there. Fuck! I forgot to cut up a paper. Oh, <laughs> you want to? You want you want one? Here you will you. 
cut me a good little yeah. piece for this much weed here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh man, that dab marine kicked in. Also, I haven't eaten since like fucking eleven o'clock this morning. That'll do. And it. it's like eight o'clock right now. So hey. he thought he was too. He thought he was too worried. He wasn't gonna get twisted enough. I took a nap and woke up <laughs> and was like, "Fuck, there ain't enough time to eat. If I eat too much, I'm gonna go kebabble all over this floor right here, <laughs> and that won't be good." Um. So attacking things A B versus A Z. Kind of leads me to one of the questions I had for you. Um, how does cannabis affect your, or not affect, but using cannabis while uh, doing music? Mm-hmm. So, A, like, because I know you're in a band. Well, it's in a band. I'm not in a was, band anymore. Okay. But that's I don't okay. mean to bring up old shit. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough story, but that's fine. We don't have to talk about it. I'm just okay. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm 100 percent fine. I'm fucking fine. All right. We don't have to talk about it. Hey, those guys are all cool. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously though. But um, so like in the creation of music, yes. And then also you're on the production side of things, mm-hmm. probably more than maybe other bandmates would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, cannabis during the creative side versus the productive side. Is there a difference in what you would want to do? Different strains, different process, not be as high when you're doing production, more high when you're doing production. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say so. I think that when it comes to creation, um, I probably should be like there's probably like a perfect balance of being high and sober, but not the not the not the spacey like un, like maybe incoherent kind of high. It needs to be somewhat like you need to kind of tap into that flow state a little bit. Um, and so for me, I'm usually trying to like, okay, so some of the, some of the strains that I find that I've gotten really insane kind of creative flows off of, uh, like, like it'd be like LA Kush or LA, LA, LA confidential. Okay. Um, yep. what's it? We just got through uh, going through, um, what was it that we smoked? I smoke a lot of stuff these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say that it was, it was, uh, either the smacks or it was um maybe it was the mk ultra one of those two strains mk ultra from avita smacks from doghouse i feel like that uh if it was mk ultra at least i think it was mk ultra that it just put me in like an incredibly just creative mindset but again let me just happen into that flow state and sometimes whenever i do play guitar and these kinds of things which i haven't played very often lately which is one of the reasons why i'm trying to also uh re 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 like redo this kind of dining room to make it be a bit more of a creative space it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, it is. And so I uh, can just play things that I just don't necessarily intend to do. So that so like basically I can just kind of get in. I can just like do stuff. Freestyle type Like shit? freestyle. Yeah. It's like I'm just here I am just kind of going around it. Um, just trying to see what sounds cool. And then if I come across something, I'll, I'll, I'll usually stay there for a second. And it's until I can kind of get a bit of a, a memorization to it. And then I'll move on or record it and then move on or something like that as well. But I try not to be too high because getting into that spot is, is easy to miss if you're if you're not if you're too high. Um, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you, not only that, but then you also because I don't have an extreme discipline whenever i play guitar i don't like go from like or i'm tempo practicing i'm i'm doing i'm doing you know like like scales or this thing right here right now i'm typically just noodling around and kind of playing and and just having a good time um i would say that so you want to be not as high doing that so you can be a little more focused Mm -hmm. and not as just like free like i shouldn't say free but um i don't know 
not as concentrated on. Yeah. Now, when it comes to... Uh, to where you can be like, what did I do just now to make that sound? Right. I don't fucking know. I'm high. To, oh, yeah, that was it right that there. That was it. Let's Ding, do that again and keep going. Okay, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Absolutely. And as opposed to like production, on it. I want to be fucking dog stupid high. Like, I just want to be, I want to be there. Yeah. It's like, and that's because it, okay. it, it's, it's, an, it's got, it's, it will, if looking at it production wise, I'm, I've got um, easily 20 to, 50 tracks on this stuff of different in, different sound elements that I'm going to be dealing with. Now, not so much our podcast, but like if I'm dealing yeah, with a actual band, music, yeah. yeah, like actual music, it's like you're dealing with a lot of elements. And if you if you want to control all those things individually and apply the specific processes that you want to make them to sound the way that you want them to, um, I think that again, that's the A to Z list right there. Um, right. And so getting that getting getting that kind of right amount of high or that that, that again that probably like high where it's enough to slow that stuff down. Um, I feel like that that's where I can jump in there and I can be like, all right, we're doing a kick drum right now. And then we're going to go to a snare and then we're going to go to, um, all right, what, what, what is it? Vocals or something else? Like, I don't know. I can, I, I can mix, jump around a little bit and stuff like that too, but I can just bite chunks off and it looked easier when it comes to that. Gotcha. Um, and not only that, but like, uh, the, 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 I feel like it comes down to comfort too. Like sitting and playing guitar is not as comfortable as sitting and mixing. Like I've, okay. I, can, I can lounge out and just kind of like do things whenever I'm just sitting here and mixing. Gotcha. Um, but whenever I'm playing guitar, you know, I'm hunched over. I'm kind of doing certain things. It's, yeah. it's a it's a it's a posture as Arms well. Arms are everything's like tensed up. Yeah, making sure you're holding shit right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's one of the things about like when I've played guitar. Because like when you watch somebody really good at playing guitar, they look super loose and mm-hmm. fucking just fucking going for it. Right. And so it's like when you try to fucking do that, like mm-hmm. like your Jimi Hendrix or some shit. You're like, how the fuck do you reach these strings and fucking dance around? You right. Know? To where, and then when I actually, somebody showed me like, here, you got to do this and this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all fucking ten steps. Absolutely. And yeah, no, I have, I have an extreme hitchhiker thumb from playing guitar, dude. Do you got one of them thumbs you can ju- juke out like a claw? Yeah, well, it's like, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like where he, he, I think he, he might have gone over there, but he could have gone over there. <laughs> Whoa! So it's like maybe maybe there, but maybe there too. <laughs> That's from guitaring. I it this one's not as bad, but I've got a pretty I've got a pretty like hitchhiker thumb on this one too. But this one, it, like compare them. Dude. Holy shit! Look at that. Yeah, that motherfucker's backwards. Yeah, it this sure is, is this, point this, behind this you. Is, this, is, this is from like putting your fingers on the on the back of the neck and kind of going through and getting certain stretches and doing stuff yeah. like that for for a few years for sure. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, I wonder what like fucking. Oh, dude! Who, like, who's the, the best guitarist? The be- my my favorite guitarist. Yes. Oh fuck! Off the top of my head, I'm gonna say David Maximikic or Misha. I don't know how to say, how to say his name. David Maximisha, I think. Um, but he's just a phenomenal guitarist. Does a lot of cool stuff. My, now we're talking who? like that's who, who that's that's my for? favorite. But however, do I who who do I think is the best? Wait, no. Okay, so wait, who is? Does, is he just a solo dude? Or? Yeah, he's a solo guy. Okay, but okay. at the same time, um, if I who do I think is the best at guitar? Oh fuck! Yeah, that's I know it's 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 a controversial topic. Um, because I've got because like for instance, I've I've gone through appreciation phases for like Ingvi Malmsteen. Um, I don't know any of this. Ingvi Malmsteen. He's he's a guy that uh, like Ingving? Yingve Yingve Yingve. Okay. It's like I don't know. I can't. Remember, I, or some shit. He has something. I don't fucking remember what he is, but he's he's 
hair metal, like kind of glam rock kind of stuff, but he plays in crazy fucking uh, solos and like kind of finger style, like arpeggios and whatever's going on, tapping and uh, sweeping is kind of what he's known for as well. So it's like I've gone through appreciations for that. Um, I really appreciate Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like I think that he's got. A That's ser- who I was trying to remember right now. Gotcha. So Stevie Ray Vaughan is one of my favorites for when it comes to like 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 soul blues southern kind of like uh things especially when it comes to guitar language i i fucking love his his way of speaking with guitar it's like he's in like it, it's just I, I can only describe it as second nature um so what do you think stevie ray vaughn's fucking thumb looks like oh my gosh dude that guy it it you know Knowing him, he, he it, it'll it'll probably wrap all the way around three four times That's and stuff what I was like that. Say. His shit goes back and touches the knuckle back here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! And well, his wife loves it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the thumb. No, I- <laughs> you know how I want it, baby, or husband. I don't know what he does. Right, um, but. Yeah, like I don't know, finger sp- like finger span, like and, and like stretch and stuff like that is a bit longer on like typical fretting hands for most guitarists and stuff like that as well. Um, between my hands and stuff like that too. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking about that because I don't have very long fingers, but I would love to play piano, and I just feel like it's like a hindrance, but it's one of those things that will stretch, and I never even thought about it stretching like that. Yeah, and just going never, through. Never ever just- thought about that. And practicing and stuff like okay, that. Okay, so bit. maybe I can play piano. Oh yeah, it, 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 you'll get there, man. Practice makes perfect, right? I've never even tried, so I haven't practiced yet. But uh, it's always it's like one of those things. Like I'd love to p- play piano, and I'd love to know how to fly an airplane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I'm super scared of flying airplanes, so I don't know if I'll ever do that. But I would love to. Um. So oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You. So that's the opposite of what I thought. You thought it would be a lot more high whenever I'm playing instead of when I'm mixing. Yeah. So what about? So how much actual, I don't even know, like how much actual songwriting do you do? Do you write songs or do you just like. I say I more write like riffs or licks or something kind of like that. However you want to describe it, like parts of songs. I'm okay with writing songs and stuff like that. But when it comes to like how I play guitar, I do primarily compose. And saying writing songs is super like fucking. Like uh, it's not three minutes. Like I'm not making writing three minutes of material. Like that's not what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. You're like. Hey, let's add this into this part. Sure. Right? Or like, I made this cool part. Is there something I can build off of that? Okay. Um, and so when it comes to like what I do, I primarily do compose. I don't play a lot of uh, cover material or I don't try to learn a lot of other stuff like that. Um, not for any reason. I want to challenge myself to actually start doing that so I can also learn other people's styles and incorporate those into my own. Um but yeah, so it's like I I feel like that whenever I do play, I primarily compose, and so mostly the things that I've I've that are off my own off my own head, maybe influence and stuff like that too. Okay, so in my mind, when it comes to music, there's creation, production, performance. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I guess there's even a point between creation and production when you're like, like. Because I feel like the beginning of the creation is in your mind and then applying it in the studio or garage Mm -hmm. or wherever you're at. Absolutely. So I feel like maybe when you're super high is when that first creative mind shit may start happening. And then not being as high, trying to bring it to fruition. And then super high during production. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. As far as like the... Post production goes absolutely, and then performing. 
performing. Uh, fairly sober, I think. I think it's because, again, it comes down to that. And then is it even more like, yeah, let me do a shot? Um, I think a, a shot or a beer, a little buzz, definitely not bad. Take the take the edge off to yeah. kind of like calm the nerves a little bit. I definitely don't mind being high, um, but I'm not trying to get like blitzed high. I want to still, because I think that <laughs> one of the things that I do struggle with is uh, timing. That's just me being humble with that. Um, staying on tempo uh, for long periods of time and okay. stuff like that too. So it's something that when it comes to being really high, you push and pull that tempo a little bit. It's like you might anticipate okay. or you might uh, you know lag behind. Gotcha. So you don't want to quite do those things when you're performing. You want to be on on point. So um, I feel you. And at the same time, you want to. I don't know. For me, I've always. I think my out of my if I could choose what my favorite thing out of all those things were, it'd be production. But then it would also be performance. Um, I love writing and creating and stuff like that too, but because I feel like that to me is much more of a pastime rather than a, um, I guess a, a possibility for like most most career choices or something kind of like that. It's like I feel like that comes down to the production, being able to spend a lot of time doing stuff like that. That sounds a lot more attainable to me personally. Um, but then performance was just like pure, just exertion and just being able to uh, experience what that feels like because i don't know i can only describe it as the, when the attention's on you and then you also have all this power especially playing rock and roll music um it's just oh, right. it's it's something else man um and then being able to do that articulately and play and doing well at it and then also i don't know i like to dance around on stage as well so it's like like being able to look like i'm a performer is something that i, I try to take seriously that's what so i listened to the podcast drink champs which is about hip-hop and one of the questions that he asks every single person is what do you like more uh recording or performing and nine times out of 10, they all say performing. And then one dude really broke it down. He's like, man, it was the dude from Cypress Hill. It was the Cypress Hill one I was talking about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, man, I don't care what anybody says, how humble they want to try to act. He goes, you get on that stage and command that many people. It feels like something. No, it does. And it's something you, when you really get it down and you can do it every single night, You'll never want to give it up. No, dude. I don't care what you try to say. It's so addicting. And like for me, I played in front of, uh, I, I think my biggest crowd, and this is just for like a few songs because I was playing, I, like I was doing production for a band that was I was going to college with, and then they ended up having a, a couple issues with their guitarist not being able to make this one show. So I was learning some of their songs too, um, and uh, I, I, yeah, down bot- it, bottoms up, right? Oh, bottoms shit. up, bruh. Um, and so. I don't need to wash my glass out too. I'm just, I'm just chill. It's, yeah, a, it's, just a, it's another IPA. Yeah, it's another IPA, so it's good. Um, I didn't even need to. I just was uh, like signaling we're ready for the next one. You didn't need to take my glass. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so I felt like. Give me the herbs. Oh yeah, herbs and weeds and. Yes. That was a good blunt, dude. I actually really do like this greasy runs. It's got that. It's got that. It's got that factor about it. I can't describe the flavor as being terribly dynamic and separating itself from some of the other cushy gelato things that are out there but definitely not but it tastes really good it does i don't know how much it was uh, i think these guys go for 45 uh, yep. in our store at cushman's at least and so um other stores i think i've seen them anywhere from in, the, in those 40 ranges probably all the way up to like maybe 50 ranges depending on the, what, the, what their markup is um yeah so 40 to 50 dollar eighth which yep. is Right in line with everything since fucking forever. Right. I think that, I mean, I, I expect to, when I, whenever I get an eighth like that, I expect some, a certain level of quality. Um, but at the same time, I think that it's usually met too. 
Because I don't know. When I, 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 it leads me to kind of one of my questions for you, but it is tie into the, one of the last questions I asked for you. So I'm, I might want to mix right. it up for a second. Let's go. Uh, do you have any weed mentors? Weed mentors. So I would say the, when you ask that, the very first thing that comes to mind would be, I would call him Uncle Sonny, but, you know, street uncle, street cousins, yeah, all that yeah. shit. And so this is like the first adult that I feel like I truly trusted. Like, you know, like you trust your parents or mm -hmm. whatever, you know what I'm saying? But like the first adult to where I was like, oh, adults are just like humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who was just cool and talked to you like you were just another fucking human, not down to you or whatever. Yeah, like you're not a child that doesn't understand or something like that. Yeah, and he was a big old hippie pothead, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I would definitely probably say Uncle Sonny, for sure, is probably a weed mentor, somebody who like that. And then um, my cousin Scott, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. He was somebody who, if I had some super fire weed, he would be somebody who I would hit up. Yeah, and I'll, and like was one of the ones who introduced me to weed in the beginning and shit. And when we were talking about favorite strains and stuff, mm -hmm. it was like it's weird because I grew up on those like purple sweet strains yeah. like that, and it's weird that I don't like them for the nostalgic reason that I like other more cushy weed. I guess interesting, interesting. Um, and then. It might even go to like famous people. Sure. After that, like Cypress Hill, who I yep. mentioned previously, Cheech and Chong, of course, um, Snoop Dogg. Yep. Because it's like, I really have the fucking feeling of fuck you, I smoke anywhere. Sure. I'm a smoke wherever. It's kind of how I feel these days. You know, it's like, no, this is your problem if you don't like it, not <laughs> mine. You know, it's. It, if, if you can smoke cigarettes right here, I can smoke weed right here, mm -hmm. is my philosophy. Absolutely. That is worse than this. So go talk to them, not me. Yeah. Is is a lot of my opinion on that. And I feel like that is has a lot to do with Snoop Dogg. Sure. Making it so, like, Snoop Dogg hangs out with Martha Stewart. Yeah. And if it doesn't <clears throat> get any more mainstream white bread <laughs> than fucking Martha Stewart... What does? I mean, they. She. She did. She. She went. She went in the. She went in the house for a while. You know. She. She hung right. out. I mean, she knows. Right. And also holding crafts down on the inside. I love those lighter commercials that they got. <laughs> hey, Martha, pass me that bowl. Oh, these bowl of cherries. I fucking love that <laughs> shit. That shit makes me laugh every damn time. <laughs> Martha, and man, me and Liz, that's my girl. We were fucking. We just were talking about it. It don't matter who's with Snoop Dogg. It's Snoop Dogg, because right now there's that music contest show, whatever it's called, America's Great Music, where they have one artist representing each state, and okay. it's a contest. But he's with Kelly Clarkson from American Idol or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think American Idol. And he makes her funny as shit. You know, just like, and I really think she was high one of the episodes. Like, one of the episodes, she was fucking, her eyes were small as fuck, and she was giggly as fuck, and I felt like Snoop had to keep taking over, and like, like she was like, oh man, it was just funny <laughs> as hell. Like, all, it was almost like she just wanted to sit back and watch Snoop do his thing, right. like everybody else. And yeah, it seemed like she might have, I'm not going to say she smoked, but she was hanging out in the fucking trailer with Snoop. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. Yeah. And then weed's been around me. Like my stepdad smoked weed, and then also I brought up 
that you know my dad said all i wanted to go for was his bong and then that makes me think oh because me and my dad don't have a good relationship is that one of the reasons that i love fucking weed so much Mm. is that smell brings me back all the way to being one and a half years old maybe and fucking when my dad was around and life was fucking great when i didn't even know nothing just crawling around and that smell is a uh you know fucking paternal smell yeah that I then lost within that same amount of time. So that was, so I, you Super know. nostalgic. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Uncle Sonny, Snoop Dogg, the OGs like fucking Cypress Hill and Cheech and Chong. And then I just have always had uh, just, you know, my cousins and my family and everybody that we just always like, hey. Because I, like, like I used to say when I was in the weed store and I would chop it up with people, I'd be like, I've been trying to find the best weed in the fucking state and bring it to my people since mm-hmm. 1994. Since 1994. Since 1994. I've been trying to fucking, where, who got the best shit and how much of it can I get and fucking, all right, let me dole it out. Let me make $5 and dole it out. And so, you know, it was always just like that. Mm-hmm. And that, that leads me to a question that I had for you. Yeah. So first off, just in general, when was the first time you ever inhaled marijuana? I was, yeah, cheers, bro. This is the Fremont Baxter. Yep. Fremont, so this is a cold brewed IPA, I yeah, believe. Yes, so it's cold IPA. I want to say that, that um, I heard someone mention to me, I think Monty mentioned to me that it was something to do like an old, old, like an old style IPA or something like that, an English style IPA or something. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, yeah. These are the kind I like. Mm. It kind of stinks funny, but good. And it's it's a uh, it's uh, very hoppy and bitter, but also like um, I don't know what that other flavor is. I wish Monty was here to tell me what I'm tasting right now. It, kinda, it, <laughs> it, it reminds me of spices, like 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 of uh, not not black pepper, but in that kind of region of things. Yeah, I could definitely see that, like a even uh, thyme ish, mm-hmm. like rosemary ish. Yeah, this is a good beer. Absolutely. Um. Anyways, you asked me uh, something about first time ever inhaled weed yeah ever inhaled weed i was uh, was i 17 do we or a plug-in for that light box i'm sorry to cut you off real quick do i have a plug-in for it yeah do you what know, do you mean do we know where can we set up the light box it's uh i have i'm there, sorry there should, there should be a uh, a cable inside there it's like a braided silverish cable um that's a usb cable just because i want to be him to be able to take a picture of this fucking nug right here before we smoke it <laughs> for sure for sure if it's not in there um i do have there might be other cables here i am so I'm sorry to, to just like fucking totally derail the podcast right now it's something we forgot to do pre-podcast was set up this thing for this exact reason because it doesn't look like it's in there y'all need some close-up shots of this fucking weed right here um all right well maybe we got enough out of the bag right now to smoke some and we'll see anyways no, i am it, so it, sorry it, it should be like a it's it's like a usb cable yeah it's, and it's a like USB. and it's like a braided silver one um i really thought it was in there oh fuck i fucked up the whole podcast no it's you're good you're good dude <laughs> i just want to make sure we show pictures for the people before we smoke it out it's not ruined but at the same time what's it so at first time i ever smoked weed, i think i was i think i was 17 years old dude 17 i think first so time you and ever so and it. i was and i remember so I was at my uh, best friend Tommy's house. I was living there currently. Tommy, who we know? Yeah, we know Tommy. Was, okay. Yeah, I grew I grew up with that guy, and so I didn't know you knew him for that long. Yeah, dude, we we we've known each other since I was uh, 
10, 9, 9, 10. Oh, wow. I didn't, like, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast because mm-hmm. he was on, right? Was no, he on the podcast? I don't think we brought Tommy on yet. No? Not yet, at least. Maybe. But not, but uh, maybe soon, but not, not, but not yet. Um, Is he back around here? No, he's okay. not. He's not. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be here. He'll be here in, uh, no, well, I don't know. He might be coming around If sometime. he comes around, we need to have him on. Sure. Um, I, yeah, it'd be great to have him on. Dude, yeah, so he and I go back all the way since I was like nine, but at the same time, I remember, so I was living at his house when I was 17 years old. I just moved out of my mom's house. Um, and so. So you're out of high school? Out of high school. You graduated before you are 18? 18, yep. I, gradu- I graduated. When's your uh, birthday again? August, or August 31st, 1992. Okay, so you, so you just bear, like me, like I graduated like two months before I turned, or two yeah. weeks before I turned eighteen. So well, like yeah, two yeah, yeah. So it's like gotcha. I, I was, I was like a month and a half or something like yeah, that away gotcha. from it. Okay. And so I uh, was living with Tommy, and they had that's the one. Well, th- that's not the one. This is the one I brought, but it will oh, work. Is no. it a magnetic cable? Nope. Oh well, that's and the it's one. a USB C, not a USB micro. Micro. Ah, uh, and you have the adapter thing. But it's a backwards adapter. But it's a backwards Other adapter. Other way. So it goes from micro, micro so, to so, C, to C. not C to micro. Oh, okay. But it looks just like that. Interesting. Um, I I really, it's not. It'll be okay. It'll be okay for right now, at least. Yep, I saved some weed so that way, whatever, whatever, it's good. Um, as long as we have like one, like I would say two or three nugs. Yeah, that's what I did. I saved two nugs in there. We got another big fat one right here to roll up. Okay. And I'm rolling up a fatty right now. Okay, chill. We're we're rocking and rolling. We'll be fine. Not only that, but we'll move on to some other weed because we want to take pictures of this one. Word. We got some motherfucking egg roll to smoke. That's right. We we want to try it. We're gonna try it. Um. So. Are you seeing it? To continue on, I don't know. Like I don't know why the story is so long. It feels is, like. Is it this one? That one's my. That's my Type C cable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I fucking uh, hate how many smoked? stupid generations there are of this fucking USB shit, dude. It's upsetting. Like it's actually upsetting. Right when I get every single adapter I could ever need, they change. They change it, and then I got to get all new adapters, and my cables are obsolete. Anyways, um, look, I got one, two adapters to get this USB to plug into my phone. It's fucking dumb. That's 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 nucking fum, dude. Mm. Anyways, so seventeen, seventeen, you and Tommy. yeah, dude, we were hanging out, and uh, some, so one of these girls, I can't remember what her fucking name was, but she was, she's chill. I, she was in my grade or lower, I can't remember, but she had some fucking dirt weed. I literally nice. didn't even look like well, weed. Y'all dude. was in Texas. Yeah, it was fucking bad. We're talking like, like what, like it didn't, it, it, I, they said it was weed, and I was like, <laughs> I, I guess that's what weed looks like, and so <laughs> we fucking. Uh, made a made a pipe out of foil, nice, and walked our teenage asses into the fucking garage, and decided to rip that shit, and it it burned the fuck out of my lungs, dude. Oh, I. We're bet. talking like the back of my throat. I couldn't describe to you the pain, the searedness of like that was the first time my like the back of my throat, my tonsils have ever been burned, and so I was like, ugh. But at the same time, I did get a little buzz. I got a little buzz going on, and so I felt goofy. I felt really. I felt kind of um. Was it spicy like pepper? Yes, absolutely. It did have a skunkiness about it, though. Um, it, it it had like it, like I can only describe it as uh, vaporized weed. It tasted like vaporized weed. Okay. And so, because uh, it was grown in the sun that did vaporize that shit. It was 102 <laughs> degrees. We vaporized weed at 104. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know what like 
my first experience wasn't probably as good as my second experience. My first experience, but like, anyways, I just remember sitting in the kitchen having wild conversations with with the boys about dumb shit and and and, and feeling super loopy and goofy and wanting to talk about stupid loopy goofy shit. And so just just to be even more in the moment of whatever the fuck was going on. So um, you were born in 92 and this was 1999 then, yeah? No, dude, this is like we're talking like, or no 92 i just fucking yeah i was like 92 to 99 I, I was seven years old smoking weed with my boys after i, I moved out of my, my mom's age. house <laughs> i added it to my age <laughs> that's okay dude no i uh i uh i i, I was so i think 17? i was 17 years old in 19 in 2010 this is right before i went to the navy so 2010 I, I, yeah i i went i got i i i officially went to boot camp November 29th, 2010. Okay. Mm -hmm. 2010. So you're a graduated high school. And okay. so I graduated in 96. I'm pretty so, sure so, I'm pretty sure someone can steal my information at this point. Probably. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, they could already. <laughs> was, they already got all I already your information. They're just phone. waiting for enough money to be in your account for it to be worth it. That's right. Well, I, <laughs> I yeah, I <laughs> You'll never find it. Exactly. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I don't make it, so. <laughs> Good luck, Putin. Um, my the second time I smoked weed though was a lot was a lot funnier. I'd say that. Um, That's I, what I was gonna say. So your first time, you kind of got high. Kind of got first high. Time. It, it got goofy. Had a little fun. And so your second time, did you actually get high? Yeah. Second, that was one of my true questions. Was the first time that you smoked weed, did you actually get high? I got buzzed. I feel like I probably. Based off of what I smoked, probably should have gotten a little bit higher, but got appropriately high probably for what I smoked. I think I took like two hits off that foil pipe. I was just going to ask how much. Yeah, like two hits off that foil pipe. There was not a lot of weed. There was like a bowl of really bad foil pipe weed. So, second time <laughs> second time I smoked weed, though. I, uh, we, it, same, same scenario, probably say maybe like a week, maybe two, maybe two weeks later. Okay. I, uh... When I, I we started off, like, I can't remember what the fuck it was. It, we, we were it was dark. It, like when I was living there, dude, it was a, it was just a party house. We did nothing but just drink and fucking drink and do nothing else, dude. We bought cigarette, bought cigarettes and drink. That's all we did. Maybe went to the. So I envisioned this was his parents' house, but obviously not. Yeah, it Is was. His, it was his dad's house. His dad <laughs> just didn't live there. Okay, that's so the, what I mean. Like, yeah. I, like I envisioned you living with his parents, like fucking white picket fence type shit. No, you dude. know what I mean. I mean, it's so like it, it, like think of it like a uh, like maybe slightly more house like than a double wide, but still that kind of sh that, that kind of size. I just mean more like the feel of it. Not yeah, the but not it's, the look of it. I could show you but pictures if, of it later, but no. But I mean, like if if parents didn't actually live there, yeah, then that's a different. Vibe. This is this is this is the the parent. The dad didn't live there. Tommy had a roommate, um, and he was he was like an ex police officer of the town. It was an interesting. It was an interesting little situation. He it. Who knows who bought us the liquor? But it was one of those <laughs> things that, that that we kept. We did. We definitely had it on deck. So it was it was it was there. Um, the w the second time I smoked weed, we I started the night off with a trash can punch that we had from a couple parties ago. Okay. And the trash can punch is again jungle juice or uh, what else? What are the people called? Spody. Spody. Yeah, yeah. Same thing as that. Um, and so I've whole solo red cup of this stuff, and I'm only 17 years old, and this is great. Um, and I go to the I, I live in a small town and there in, in, in my small town, we had about nine churches and two separate 
ghettos. Like, uh, <laughs> like, or like, how many people? Small town. Like a thousand, maybe two, well, maybe twelve hundred when I was there. Wow, I was thinking ten thousand. No, that's ten times. Like as much we had as I neighboring thought. towns of hundreds. Like they had two hundred and fifty people in our. I didn't know towns. you grew up in that small of a town. Yeah, I graduated in a class of forty-five students. Jeez, I graduated forty-fourth out of forty-five. I wasn't the worst. Ah, <laughs> that's all you could tell your mom. That's all. I hey, I'm not the worst. I'm not the worst. Go talk to Johnny over here. He's the worst. <laughs> I remember that. You should see him. He's the worst. I remember the 45th. Their name is Amber. Terrible. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Two kids by the time she graduated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk shit about no Amber. Amber, but, hey Amber, if you're watching, shout out. I hope you're doing great and not on heroin. That's right. That's right. Hope you made it out of Honey Grove or at least maybe to Bonham. <laughs> she'll get that if she's, if she's listening to this i go on vacation in a town that has like 1200 people yeah and so i know exactly like i'm like what the fuck it's a different culture out there who dude. lives here the, i always think dying only, people live there old people and people who don't want to be around people dying Same thing yeah, almost. Like, literally it's, we're talking like it's a that's a 90 10 split dude it's like dying people live there that's yeah. all who live in my town is dying people, God. or 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 the families of dying people. It's so bad. It's so bad. But I smoke, I, smoke, went I, I went I went down to the projects and my homies had had a fucking uh, stupid what was it otter pop and we smoked we smoked an otter pop water like it was it was ice it was like it was half melted and put otter pop inside of a fucking bong. Okay, and I we, was like, "Wait, out of the plastic tube?" Out, and oh, no, we put we put that inside of a plastic bong, and it, outside, at like eleven o'clock at night, in this town, we're smoking weed. Um, and I, 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 I don't know if I've ever been that fucking high, ever again. Damn it, that was my next question. I don't know if I've ever been that fucking high again. It's like I, I literally. Like felt like I blacked the fuck out off of that shit. It was like, well, I had the fucking the trash can punch in my stomach already. So like I already had that going on, mixing with this 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 bowl of whatever of what probably the same weed that I smoked earlier. Um oh, just dude. Some dirt weed, but this all time I, mixed with the drink, all, it was a whole different thing. I remember it's my friend and the otter pop, the sugar. The sugar, Ooh. bro. It was it was interesting. No, anyways, we we we, we at home we used to love putting golden schlager. Or the fucking cinnamon beer or cinnamon fucking hot rocks or the shit that had sugar in the bong and People, it was disgusting. It would just burn your lungs. Peppermint or cinnamon in your bong? Yeah, fuck that. I don't know. Pa- apparently idiot. people like doing uh like smoking hookah with 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 alcohol, like hard like hard alcohol. Um I'm not into it, but apparently that does something. Is the phone still on? Everything good? We had technical difficulty with the cell phone and the video recording, maybe. Is it dead? Oh, no. Oh. Oh, great. Dang it. Well, uh, we can plug it back in and get it back going. What's what's the timer over here? We're, we're over an hour already. It doesn't even feel like it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't even feel like it. But, um. All right. So that's what I was going to ask you. What's the highest you ever? ever yeah. Dude. Oh, I, I, okay. So besides been? that. The other time was maybe the time I smoked weed after I got out of the Navy, because that was the last time I smoked weed was that second time. 
I only oh, smoked shit. weed twice, smoked weed two times, and two went to times the Navy. before I went to the Navy. And then I had, I had a f- bunch of propaganda and trash filled in my head with about all kinds of weed shit. And I uh, got out of the, uh, right before I got out of the Navy. I was making that decision with my ex, and I was like, Ah, do I want to smoke weed? Do you want to smoke weed? She kind of wanted to smoke weed, but I kind of didn't want to smoke weed. Then I didn't want to smoke weed, and she didn't want to smoke. It was dumb. Shit. We finally decided to start doing it, and I think. How old that, are you? How old I, are you at this time? At this time, I was like twenty-three. Okay. Yeah, and so I, I I would describe that as like I was a bit of a late bloomer to um to smoke to actually smoking weed on a like a consistent <laughs> basis, but as soon as I smoked it, I knew that that was something that I appreciated. Um, it it seemed to kind of like somewhat like it just felt better. I like when I was when, when I got when I got high before I was just fucked up, dude. I was ha- I would, like my friends were climbing trees and I was trying to talk. I was so worried that they were going to fall out of the tree because if they were as fucked up as I was, there's no way they could be up in that tree. There's no way. They're, like <laughs> they're going to fall out and die. Oh, I'm feeling a fucking crazy head rush right now. I can't see shit. Ugh. My arms and my legs are all numb. And so oh. and so I felt like like whenever I smoked weed afterwards and finally got out and like the first time I ever smoked it, it just felt like it felt correct. Um, but at the same time I was, I was drinking wine. I was, I was, I was, I was probably drunk by the time that I actually got to smoke weed again. Um, and I felt like, uh, I had the, it's been described to me as frames. Okay. Stop motion. Uh, vision. Yeah, like literally seeing like it's like you're not getting all the information. You're blacking out the frames in between. I think that just happened to me just now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recognize it anymore. I don't. I don't Pretty see sure. it. I don't. I don't pay attention to it. It's not something I've ever. I can't. I can't see that ever since I've been that high. No, but I did just get that shit where I was talking about where I can't see nothing but the fucking tail lights in front of me. <laughs> Feeling great. Yeah, My first time I ever inhaled weed was nine years. Nine ish, yeah, something elementary school ish. I'm laying on the floor in my living room, and my stepdad smoked weed. And I like just put my arms up like this, like I'm laying on the floor, and I just put my arms up, and they go underneath the chair that had like the little um skirt or whatever, so you couldn't see underneath there. And literally, one hand had a lighter in it, and one hand had a pipe in it. All of a sudden, it was just like I stretched like this, and all of a sudden, boom, yeah, oh, okay, yep, I know what to do with these. And I hit it and just took like a screen hit. Mm. Not even, I don't even know, ash hit. I don't even fucking know at this point, whether it was ash, screen, half a bowl, whatever. But I know I blew out a fucking little bit of smoke, whether, you know, sometimes you can blow out smoke and only you can see it. Nobody else could see it. Yeah. It's such a small wisp of it. It's like, it's like it, right here and then it's gone. <laughs> like it could have even been that. And this is a good blunt too, man. I just I, sat, I think this is good weed. I think it's good. This weed. is really good weed. I think that uh, then I just like laid on the floor and kind of, Fell asleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then my next time that I actually smoked weed, like smoked, like m- my first time smoking weed mm-hmm. was in between eighth and ninth grade. And like the one homie stole a little tiny, tiny bud from his parents or whatever. Yeah. And we went to smoke it on the other friend's back porch to go to. So we're going into high school and all the seventh graders are having a party because they're going into eighth grade. And we're going to like crash their party. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Be the fucking assholes. We're going into high school and you know, whatever. And and it totally backfired. We got there and they just made fun of us for not having anywhere cooler to be ah. than their party. Ah. Totally backfired. Like, yeah. They just totally clowned us. I remember. Well, you guys ain't got nowhere better than be than the seventh graders party. 
since you guys be go party with high schoolers, you're going to high school, right? Right. And then, yeah, they totally got us. But anyways, we went to dude's back porch before walking to that party, and we smoked weed out of a, out of a can. Mm-hmm. And oh, I just got a mouthful. You might want to tighten up that tighten up the end on there. Um, the friend who uh, stole the weed. Like uh, popcorn in the bowl, you know, coughed back into it oh, and no. shot it. <clears throat> Thank you. Or no, he didn't. No, he didn't. We got done smoking. I'm wrong. He did do that, but <clears throat> that wasn't what the guy, the kid whose house we were smoking weed at, when we because we, we we broke the piece of weed into two pieces to where I bet each one of us got like half a hit each time. Okay, and you know, so two half a hits or whatever, yeah. but. When when he was done, each one of us got one hit out of the one, and he dumped the ashes into like a gravel driveway, and the kids started freaking out. Oh my god, my dad's gonna find that. <laughs> he knows what weed ashes look like. Uh. Yeah, like just started freaking out. And then, you know, so we're like stomping him into the fucking ground. It's like ashes, like a fucking size of a goddamn BB. It's dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like, oh no, the gravel. Yeah. <laughs> My dad's gonna see it. And so oop. and so then we loaded up more and then we were walking. And I swear I swear I saw a shooting star and they just made fun of me for being high. Uh, like, no, you're high, Nate. And I was like, nah, I'm pretty sure it's not it's like it's just not that rare, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> shooting stars are a thing, dude. But uh yeah, that was my first time. Like, I don't even know if I was high even that time, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm pretty sure I was. We didn't drink or anything. And then I don't even know my next time smoking weed. Yep. After that. It okay. became a very regular, regular thing once high school hit. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would say that I was a late bloomer just to, to like just weed culture, weed weed smoking in general and stuff like that. Um, I want to say that uh, dabs changed a lot for me. Dabs, I think, uh, are, are, are probably one of the most medicinal things for me, yet don't give me that sedation till I go to sleep. I the only way I can go to sleep is off a of flower or like hold it down maybe. Um, hold it down. Does that turn it on? Is it turning on? Consensually. Uh, yeah, double tap it. Consensually. Hold it down by the throat. I mean, consensually. Uh, <laughs> and then you can swipe down a little bit for the video. Mm. Is it working? Let's see. The question is, do do we want to keep going? Yeah, let's keep smoking and drinking. There we go. Phone is starting. Let's get the other. Uh, let's get the other beer going then. Let's do it. Um. So what's next, Trickster? We got Trickster fanzine? from. Uh, let's do the fanzine. Fanzine or fanzine? Fan fanzine? Fanzine? I I think it's fanzine or fanzine like magazine. I think fanzine because it's got cartoons on it. Fanzine sounds like it, but like it's so it's a. It's, I feel like fanzine is something like, where if you're a fan of something, you make your own art about it. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Maybe, it's uh, got it's got a bunch of cartoons on there, but it's Fort George. It's the fanzine from Fort George. Apparently, that's a collaboration of uh, fifteen block block fifteen block fifteen. Yeah, that um, sounds like gang shit. It is a phenomenal beer. I'm excited to try it. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Um. Oh yeah, talking about 
smoking weed on the regular once I got into high school, it just reminded me. So I went to Everett High School where it's it's a high school spread amongst three blocks right smack dab downtown in the city. In the, now I wouldn't say city like so you picture something big, but, you know, mm-hmm. 80,000 people, not... 1,000 people. Right. So, but anyway. Hey, I lived next to an 80,000 city. It was just like 30 minutes away. Got you. Yeah. But, um, so it was kind of cool. So you had just the city streets going through the blocks, but then you're surrounded by all the houses. So we would meet up before school and just like people had carports in their backyards and we would just be like meeting in people's carports, leaned up against their car. They're like trying to come out and start their car and warm it up before work. And there's just like a bunch of thugged out looking little kids. Like, cause we're only fucking freshmen in high school at this point. So we're 13, but we're all dressed like we're in NWA cause we think we're fucking gangsters. Mm-hmm. And so I could just only imagine like right now, if I walked out into my backyard and there was just like six little fucking high school kids passing a pop can around my fucking carport. Like, I don't even know how to react to that. Like, do I bring him my bong or do I fucking tell him to get the fuck out of here? Hey, you kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> or fucking, hey, guys, you guys are smoking lawn. Let me show you the fucking real shit. You know, I don't even know. Because, like, I don't know how many fucking. They had to hire. They hired police and a campus security that literally drove up and down the alleys chasing us out of people's backyards. You know, and we'd be hiding around this corner, hiding around that corner, smoking weed and smoking cigarettes. but. I just kind of got that flashback about that. And now as a homeowner and as an adult, I never thought about it from the other side. Never thought about that like that. Nope. Because it was so many. And then Joel, who was on the podcast, mm-hmm. one of the very last ones before the pandemic, um, he ended up moving right across the street from Everett High. Mm. And then it was just on. He And his parents converted their detached garage into his room so we could just go through the alley and go to his room yep yep with no fucking no 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 intrusions nobody, no, nothing, no in, parents, nothing in between nothing and his parents didn't care anyway so oh man that like it got to the point where the principal at the end of lunch would just come to his property line and yell hey lunch is gonna be over you guys better get back here and we'd all just come bailing out of this smoke-filled fucking garage mm. and go back to class and he would just be like well at least you're in school yeah right at least you didn't at least he chose not to skip it Yep. Quick shout out to Isaac, man, holding it down this this uh, this is. episode, man. He Thank is doing you so it all much. For us. Thank you so much. He is doing it all. So all right, bro. try this thing, Trickster. Out. Try this thing out. Tell me what you think, Trickster from uh, Fort George, or no, no, this is the Fanzone IPA, Fanzine IPA. Yeah, not Trickster. I just read that on the fucking board. <laughs> Fanzine IPA. Uh, it's pretty it, cool looking. Yeah, dude, it's kind of interesting. I this is a odd. Oh, I I'm uh, try it. Tell me what you think about it. Um, because I, I I think this is a this is an awesome beer. I got really fucked up on this beer too. All right, what are we looking at here? Did we already did that part? Yeah, we did that part, but it's good for it's good for two. Oh, it's good. It's kind of like the Baxter. Mm-hmm. I would describe it as a bit brighter, maybe a bit more, a bit more crispy. Yeah, I think. What are we looking at? Seven point two. Seven point two. I drank. I I drank. And this is me being being a loser, right? So I drank I drank two of these. No, but however, I'm used to drinking two 12 ounce beers. Okay, these two are 16, 16 ounce beers. That's technically like maybe like a That's two like and a half beers, beers or three beers almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you want to roll the next one? Yeah, I'll roll the next one. Um, and so I felt like I don't know, man. It got me. It got me really good. It felt it had me feeling pretty good. At the same time, I needed to stop gaming. 
I needed to go <laughs> lay down. I needed to have some pizza. I need. <laughs> I feel you. And then I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, just emptying all of my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah. know what, dude? You gotta wake up the next day, take a break, drink some water, and then drinking again. Then drink, drinking again the following. Fuck it. That's all. That's all I gotta do. I uh, I they've been having quite a bit of fun stuff going on in downtown Everett. You know, like within three to four blocks of my house. So. I've been spending a little bit too much money and having to sleep upright on the couch. What, do you, what does that mean? Because <laughs> if you lay down flat, everything gets spinning. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I lay down flat, everything wants to come up to my throat. Oh, dude, the thing is, you okay, know, so especially he- I'm drinking all these thick beers and whiskey. Like, I might in one night drink whiskey, a mixed drink of whatever kind, some IPAs, a stout. A fucking barley wine. You sound like me, dog. Uh, Except for the barley wine. A Not super fucking sugary, um, candied up sour of some sort, fruited up sour of slushy shit. That's why you're spinning so you hard. Know, <laughs> I'll buy drink, you know, like when I go to the beer store and they say, oh, what do you like? And I'm like, everything. And they're like, they look at me like, oh, yeah, right. Just like people like everything when it comes to music, right? You know? Yeah. It's like, no, I really like everything. And then when I go and come back with, literally like one of everything they're like oh you really do like everything i was like yeah i like an ipa a stout a barley wine a fucking sour uh a belgium uh you know what i mean i'll take all those fucking beers and it's so crazy because this is in the last 10 years 10 years ago you couldn't catch me drinking 2012 no no is it like objectively or like or like uh like intentionally intentionally because it always made me feel like shit because i only knew either malt liquor or bud light ish cheap shit beer sure 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 yeah dude i honestly so or like over drinking at the bar on hard liquor on this i can i can only describe this and so we talked about weed mentors earlier right so like i mean i i without without being cheesy i do feel like this podcast and uh the relationship that i've had with uh honestly all the staff at cushman's but primarily you know what we do together um, has really dialed in specifically my reasoning for why I appreciate these things. Not, I don't think it's because you guys have influenced me to only appreciate this stuff, but paying attention to what it is whenever I smoke the opposite, whenever I do smoke the things that I smoked before I was doing this kind of stuff in general. Yeah. Um, I really do feel like this is what jives. This is what it is. Um, okay. And there's, only the only reason I can say that is because I do find how like back in medical days, OG Kush, Kim Dog, Girl Scout cookies, right. blueberry, all these things have like the OG th- They are they, they're there for a reason, and they they're effective for their reasoning. Um, and while I would have described as like I know maybe we don't know why that is one hundred percent just yet, but it's because of their cannabinoid content. It's because of their terpenes. I've, it's it's because of the way that our body digests those things. Yeah, and I feel like so. When I was in middle school, or no, elementary school, there was a fucking movie, like the 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 kid in the mountain, or fucking something, and it's about this kid who runs away and goes and lives in the fuck and hollows out a tree and lives in the mountain for like over the winter. Okay. And I don't remember how he hunts, but he makes a kill of some sort, and while he's stripping this fucking raccoon down or whatever the fuck he kills. He sees the liver and he says it looks extremely good. Like it, it, he, he couldn't believe that this liver looks so appetizing. 
And then in the movie, they explained that the reason that it was was because his mind knew that the liver was full of iron and his body was lacking iron. So it automatically was craving this because it knew that's where it could get it. So I often think the same in the same terms when it comes to terpene and cannabinoid combinations, things that make your brain work the way it's supposed to, because I feel like we are supposed to ingest cannabis in some form as human beings. It was put here for us. Um, we have an entire digestive system for endo for cannabinoids. Exactly. It, it is made for humans to ingest, in my opinion, and in science's um, findings. I wouldn't describe it as smoking. I don't right. think it was made for a smoke. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I said ingesting. Ingest, yeah. And um, so I feel like it's along those same lines to where when you smell it, and I feel like even in the movie, it was the smell of the liver that it, that triggered the need to eat it. And so I feel like when we smell this combination of terpenes and cannabinoids, we know that this is supposed to be for us along the same lines as him knowing he needed to eat that liver for the iron. I think I can I can subscribe to that. I think that's pretty easy. Um, I feel like that because again, like okay, open up a open up a jar of like Dutch treat when you're expecting something kind of like this, or this is what you really want, or you kind of like are really all, like this is what you were appreciating, or maybe again, I I, I don't want to. I, I think the only thing I could say about this entire thing, like loving these strains, is that I do find myself only getting variations of these strains, and therefore I don't know if that burnt out or that um too used to it to like not right. quite getting that full spectrum anymore is contributing to not necessarily feeling immune to it yeah i the flavor so the I... flavor and the aromas and 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 the the high itself i mean it may would describe it maybe not as 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 super stony high but getting high and the flavor and all that stuff does specifically contribute all inclusively to one specific uh harmonious experience yeah. And not getting one of those things, like for instance, I know this smells really mangoey. I know this smells really lemony, but I really want something, and I know in my heart I want something gassy and cushy and right. skunky. Yeah, um, sure, this tastes good, but this isn't hitting the need. Yeah, like it's not. It's not quite get. It's 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 doing. Like even if you're craving pizza and you get, you're craving pizza from a certain place, and then you go get pizza because. You're on lunch break and just go get pizza because you're craving pizza. And then you're like, fuck, I ate pizza now, so I don't want more pizza. But this wasn't the pizza I wanted. Right. And that's like and that kind of also goes back to like my like my own little personal theories. Like I could eat pizza every single day of my life. Not anymore. God damn it. That shit fucks me up. <laughs> um, but however, I'm lactose intolerant, dude. Not, hey, dude that, <laughs> what, whatever they're putting on fucking Papa John's is not what I'm putting inside my body anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Papa John's. Oh, dude. Oh, I lo- I used to. Eat, I used to. Uh, anyways, no, never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> but like, however, because it's like I could have pizza from multiple different places, and it was like you know, it was like the different flavors, the different pizzas, different have have different like. Bring, yeah. they, they bring different things to the table. Um. And so, I don't know. I do. I do feel like that overall. It's. I don't even know what, where where I'm going with. This. I'm fucking getting loaded over here. I'm pretty high. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty high. 
I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, I'm feeling really good right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know exactly where I where this where this all started. I can't even remember what we was talking about. But I ran into Pizza Land, and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna. Ooh, speaking of, you know what we did? We ordered pizza from Chicago. Chi- from Chicago. From Chicago. We there's a app called Gold Belly, and uh, Ooh, I got it. Whoa! <laughs> almost bit it. Almost didn't. Have I almost it. fucking bit it. I kind of pulled a muscle there. Oh. Uh, I kind of pulled a muscle there, no, catching dude. myself. <laughs> a little was... trilateral muscle. I think that's what that's called. Trilateral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I heard I heard a guy talking about muscles, and he said trilateral once. I swear to God, he I swear to that he spot. did. And, I swear he was, was in his chest. It was right there. And he was like, my trilateral thing was like all over my 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 hey, unilateral. I was, I was working my trilaterals today. It's <laughs> doing mad tries. Mad tries. Mad dude. tries. Yeah. Um. Fuck, I'm fucked up. Don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> don't even have a clue. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. Yeah, don't know. Mm-hmm. Ah! Ah! Drop the lighter, pull a muscle. Fuck it. Yeah, Today's dude. over. Today. I've been up for a very long time and only like on five and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> Dang, bro. You've been working. You've been grinding, No food. You've been grinding. Like, I worked like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 10-hour days. Thursday, my job got canceled, and then today was another fucking eight and a half, and but it was an early one, so where I've been up since like four thirty and just doing it. I'm a flagger and I love it. I can't believe I love my job. I can't fucking believe it. Hey, dude, that's what's up. This is the first job that I've ever been like. You know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna actually not be pothead, Nate. Mm. I'm just gonna fucking really just do this shit. And you know, and it works because they keep giving me raises and and people love me there. There you go. That's all it takes, man. It's, this, it, I, th- I think it's that reciprocation cycle, right? This last job, people. So we were in this hella rich neighborhood, and uh, we were out there for like three months. And so the regular people driving through would stop and give us stuff by the time we were done working. I got like three boxes of Girl Scout cookies, two cigars. This one lady would stop on Fridays and just she'd pull over like away from us, but by one of the work vehicles and get out of her driver's side car and hold a box of dozen donuts up over her head, kind of like Lion King style (laughs) and fucking and then Uh, until one of us noticed exactly. (laughs) And then till one of us noticed and we'd like give her the nod or the deuces, you know what I'm saying? Hit her with the peace sign. Mm -hmm. And then she'd set it on the back of whatever truck she was near. And then she would just drive off. She did like three different Fridays. Oh, wow. It was great. I had one dude, he pulled up. I was like, hey, I just got a humidor. What kind of cigars can you recommend? And he was like, hey, JR Cigars. They do knockoffs of the expensive cigars, and they're just as good. And I was like, hey, I'm in a rich neighborhood. You probably bought of expensive cigars before, so you probably know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then the next time he came through the zone, he stopped and gave me a cigar. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And I haven't smoked that one yet, but then he on my last day there, he gave me another cigar, and he was like, I don't really like this one. It's a little bit more floral than what I like. And I just smoked that one last weekend, and it was more floral than I like as well. I find whenever the whenever tobacco can be too too zesty. I don't. I couldn't describe tobacco as floral, though. Yeah, this one. And, and like, then when I like, looked at the little uh, rap, it looked like in whatever language it was written in, it said floral. Like it was F-L-E-U-R or... F L O R A or something like that, like Fiona Floral, or, you know what I mean, something like that. And I was like, I think it's designed to be like that. So some people like it, I guess. 
Yeah, some people. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm in the middle of a 12 day work week right now. It's fucking grinding, dude. Grinding. I'm trying to buy us a back sc- a green screen. There we go. There we go. That's what we need. Dude, oh, okay, so uh, I was talking about that. We don't have to talk about like bit, like podcast shit, but at the same time, there's a green screen technology, right? So it's like there's automatic green green screen replacers for a lot of streamers and like twi- like people to do like video game stuff. And Man, this really there. tastes good. It does, dude. This is this is a bit of a, a thicker tobacco wrap on there. This is this is more wrap. It's tasting a little bit more runs right now. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that uh, different nugs taste differently? I do. Do you? How do you? I don't you, think they're the same we, plant. I, You might have heard me talk about it a little earlier, uh, but at the same time, how do you go through a bag or go through a jar? Um, I probably go smallest nugs to biggest nugs. Smallest nugs to biggest nugs. Mm-hmm. I think I do the same. I do and the then same. I take my nugs from the bottom to the top. Yep, same. But you know what? Sometimes I'm selfish, and if I see Liz is going to get the last bong hit is going to be the top of the nug then i rip off the top and take that one and then give her the the <laughs> next lower down the next lower down part because she don't know the difference and i do <laughs> fair fair um i do i like honestly i do so little bong hits these days i only do bong hits when i'm gaming man and it's like i, I do i only do that like because now i have the dab rig right next to the computer and everything like that like i don't even have to do that anymore i just gotta right so around. I brought my email downstairs next to the glass blowing situation. Yeah. And so I don't have the email upstairs anymore. Mm-hmm. So that probably does lessen my dab intake. But so typically I get off of work, I come home, I take two bong hits, then I gotta take a shit. Like I already had to take a shit and I'ma hurry up and take two bong well, hits. Well you did you did two bong so, hits with tobacco in them. <coughs> that that too. Yeah. <laughs> I did two big fat ass bong hits with tobacco, probably like 70 30 weed you know Damn, 70 that's weed a, that's a good fucking percent like dude, 70 I, weed 30 tobacco i learned like i needed to only do a little bit like it's a little bit for and me then, like i uh, can't do 30 percent and then i go take a shit sorry to be so vulgar and then i come back downstairs and i was taking two more bong hits but now i've switched up to taking a dab okay okay i see i'm a i'm a, I'm a blunt and a dab and that's to that's because I want to try not to be so addicted to, to the tobacco. Yeah, I'm a blunt and a dab person. Every single time we do a blunt, I want to pair it with a dab. Usually afterwards, because like <laughs> doing a doing a dab first makes the blunt hard to smoke. And then okay. uh, I'll, I'll do a dab afterwards and just die. Yeah, that's what's up. Honestly, so since I stopped smoking cigarettes, I have been more susceptible to coughing after dabs, after blunts, after things like that in general. Like, like the... like. I can only describe it as maybe my lungs aren't as coated. Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably more sensitive from not constantly being batter rammed by smoke throughout the whole day. Probably. I, I I when I smoked cigarettes, I only smoked like maybe like at the most I ever smoked was maybe a pack and a half every well pack and a, a pack every every two days, but it was uneven. So it wouldn't be like it'd be like you know, like maybe you like twelve buy- cigarettes one day, eight cigarettes another day, and I'd buy a new pack that day too. Got you. So it's like Maybe like twelve cigarettes a day or something like that, because usually, because I mean, like what? There, there's only twenty in the pack, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't change that these days. No, they have not. Yeah, I'm so. surprised they don't make it less. Right? Well, they're definitely taxing people more, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I, I game with a guy over in Australia. You know how much cigarettes cost in Australia? How much? Fifty dollars Australian. Fifty dollars Australian, which is like, which is like thirty five, forty dollars for us. A wow. pack. 
and they look like death. They're just nothing but Surgeon General warnings and fucking like oh yeah, I've seen like, that. Like, like diseases. Like they put the the warnings bigger than the like by law. Mm-hmm. The warnings have to be bigger than the logo or some shit. Right. I try to t- I try to get them set up with leaf only. I was like, bro, you need to start you need to start chopping up your own leaves and rolling them up yourself. Like he's like, it's illegal to import, and so I have to, so he needs to. Uh, oh jeez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So, it, because it's illegal to import, he has to. Uh, he, he would have to get an, an importing li- tobacco license, um, which is technically cheaper than still buying cigarettes. It's like three hundred, four hundred dollars for that importing license, and he doesn't have to distribute. It's just an importation license, like importation, importation, importation. That's not a yeah. fucking word for sure. It's definitely not. I made that it's, shit up hey, just now. Fuck him. Hey, you know what? Fuck Webster. <laughs> <laughs> And Oxford too. Fuck them. Hey, both of them. <laughs> Fuck both them suckers. Uh, my last question that I have for you is, what sparked your actual passion for cannabis? Because when did it turn from this is just something I want to do after work, recreational, get high, to this is something I want to be about? Or what sparked that? Or was was anything that sparked that? Was it gradual? So I would have to say it was fairly gradual. I think that because I was in the weed industry for about two years before I came to Cushman's. But okay. I think it was that transition from from my high society time to Cushman's time. And okay. so it's because and I say that because in high society, I only had a limited producer processor group to choose from for what I was smoking. Yeah, they're not a very. Uh, they just didn't, they wide variety in the store. They don't. I don't know now, but it, it's still fairly similar. And that, I got I, I can't fault them for having their style. So that's that's the only thing I can say. Um, the only thing I could say is they're the f- closest store to one of the richest neighborhoods in Everett, and they don't take advantage of that. Maybe not. I don't know. What it depends on what your perspective is. I think sixteen dollars for Greenhaven is pretty fucking dumb. I guess uh, trying to get. Um, Sixteen dollars a gram for Greenhaven. I guess they're taking advantage of it, but they're not. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't describe it. As, I wouldn't describe cur- it as curating take- a man, uh, menu for an upper echelon fucking customer base. I agree. I so the thing is, I a lot a lot, and I I hear no one's. I don't even know if it matters. Instead bro. of create, instead of convincing people that mids are fire. I know that. Not to say that they're doing that. I don't know. I ain't never even been to the store. They're okay, dude. I like them. They have a good store. Is that they, all have, gone? They, they have that's that that's that, yeah, is that was gone. It. That was done. That's um, all gone. Whoa. It's okay. Is there liquid in this? No. Yeah, there's nothing. There's not I mean you can try it, dude. No, no, no. Oh. It happens to be blowing the smoke red in my face. Oh, no worries. Um but so I I, I know that high society does a four times markup. That's not to say anything bad about them. I just know that's what they do. You're really talking behind school about this. Outside school, behind curtains, whatever. Ah, I, I, could, I can bleep it. Bleep. You know, I, there we go. I bleeped it. I bleeped it just now. Yeah, yeah right. Um, but at the same time, I just it, like not everybody has to do that. 
but in certain business practices, I do agree that, 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 that that's one way to stay, stay afloat in the, in the cannabis industry with the cannabis excise tax along with all the rest of your products. See, and I, because I feel like if they cater to those rich motherfuckers, they wouldn't have to do that. They could do three times markup and buy better weed that, and like some fucking bougie shit that rich people are like, oh, no, you ain't got this. I, I know. I, I, I couldn't. Just because I, I grew up in that neighborhood. Because a lot of those big ass houses, some of the motherfuckers split them into apartments. So I grew up. Like, it kind of sucked because I was living in the basement of a fucking house next to somebody who owned their whole ass mansion, you know? So it was, like, weird. Right. But it made me know those people. You know what I mean? Sure. And so that's why. I can understand that. I Again, I have nothing to say, nothing bad to say about, about high society and what they do. I think that they, I think I loved my time there. I really developed a, a passion for uh, retail specifically uh, there because of what I was able to do. And, and, and regardless of the product base that I had available to me, I think that that was where the catalyst started. And then I was able to go to Cushman's where I, that, I think that, that all that, that knowledge that I had from base strains, Greenhaven had a wide variety. They were doing like 30 strains. Oh, I like Greenhaven. So like at the same time, Greenhaven had like 30 strains. I knew Sativa. I knew Indica. I knew things like that. But however... Differentiating flavor profiles was not something I was good at when I came to Cushman's. And learning what I like to smoke and what everybody else was liking to smoke and why. And I think that talking about that flavor specifically was something that I, I, I think that that was, that, that was one of the things that I think really brought that passion. Okay. A lot of this stuff. Just because... So... I, I I can only, I I would only, I would describe it that I have a fairly a fairly addictive personality, um, and I'm not and not addictive in a way that I'm addicted to cannabis, but I do consume cannabis on a habitual basis that could be considered. I think that was the question I was trying to think of when I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's up? Like, um, do you th- how often do you think you smoke weed out of habit versus actually wanting to be high? Out of habit, um. Probably ninety percent of the time. Like I need to take a bong hit before I shit. Besides, you know what I mean. Just sure, like, sure, 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 sure. So like, like for okay. So like, I, I, I have I, to smoke some weed before I eat. I'm about, I'm, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to go out. I need to, I need to do a dab. Yeah. I'm about to. Uh, we're, we're about to start doing chores. Let's, let's smoke a blunt. Ritualistically. Uh, yeah. Like, like habitually doing these kinds of things, and I definitely do that, uh, regardless of needing to be high or wanting to be high. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just habit, and so. Right. Having to stop those kinds of things, I could see myself exhibiting withdrawal symptoms. Symptoms, okay. um, but however, um, I do feel like that uh, because of those things too. It's because I recognize what I feel like whenever I'm not that way, and this is that way of mitigating that kind of feeling. Um, and I don't know okay. if that feeling is sobriety. Like, okay, so like let's let, let's 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 take a hangover for example, right? Right. Or, or even drinking in general. I have a hard time being drunk or like actually actually drunk, not like just buzzed or like kind of loopy or like goofy or something like that, but actually fucking like world's kind of spinning right now. I'm drunk. Okay. Um, and so I I feel like that is. I need to be high when I'm doing that too. Okay. Otherwise, it's unbearable. Okay. I, when I wake up and I'm hungover and I'm 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 nauseous, if I smoke flour, just straight up to do a bong rip or something like that, okay. it'll it'll put me in the place. If I do a dab, dab sometimes um, 
make me cough a little bit too hard. I don't know if you feel this way every once in a while, but I'll cough and it feels like I've literally shifted my stomach and now I got to throw up. <laughs> okay. And it's like I like if yeah. the shape of the stomach is supposed to be somewhat of a, like a like a lima bean, I've pushed everything in this bottom part up to the top part and now it wants to come out the now it wants to come all the way out the tube. Yeah. So I don't know, that's gross, but at the same time it's like I try not to do dabs whenever I'm feeling As nauseous. As a kebabler, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and so i feel like i smoke out of habit probably 90 percent of the time that's me being okay. humble about it because i'm not here to hide anything um and it's because i do recognize the needs that i have throughout the day and i try not to have to get to those withdrawal like with not necessarily withdrawal portions but at the same time um portions where i might be more irritable might be yes. more uh, less less even keel or anything kind of like that i just know that right i know where i need to be i know what i i know what i need to do i would describe myself as an incredibly functional kind of uh cannabis consumer um, not being stoned, not being ideal. Like, like when someone looks at when someone looks at me, I don't feel like they see me and like that guy's fucking high, right? Like at all. Um, and like I what I talked about before. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. It's like I just feel like that when it, whenever I'm smoking, I smoke primarily for necessity. At the same time, it's necessity, and I enjoy those feelings too. Um, and I, I I would have to describe enjoyment versus necessity as like I think that. I probably prioritize that enjoyment more because the necessity is the byproduct of that. You know what okay. I mean? Like it's like I I feel like that's the subconscious. Yeah, this feels good, but I smoke because it I also me, enjoy smoking. I enjoy the habitual nature of all this stuff. I have an addictive person. It makes person. my body feel good. It makes me happier. It right. Makes me, it hits all these. Going back to the addictive all these personality, it's like I have, I, I've built into the, the studio and stuff like that. I built into my dab setup. This is a custom dab rig. Um, yeah, and nice. I spent a lot of time with that artist. Like I, not only that, but I got custom made opals for this dab rig. Right. And so it's like, there's a lot of stuff that went into that. The email my guitar playing stuff, all those things, stuff like that. Like I go all in when I usually get there. Okay. Um, and so I try, I do have to be careful and meter those kinds of things, getting, becoming an adult, becoming more financially responsible. <laughs> Got it. Hey, you, you learn how to do that a little bit, hopefully. Right. Um, and so I have also come more in, in tune with my like, like uh, self-discipline and just kind of like being able to like patience and like, all right, I, it's coming. I know this is coming. I have the plan. It's all laid out. I'm excited, of course, but I, the only thing I should be doing is looking at the plan more than anything. <laughs> it's, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be trying to rearrange it or, or doing anything else. Um, and so uh, I, I would, I would describe that dabs, weed, all that stuff. I've really gone all in. I definitely love cannabis. It's a part of my life. Um, it's something that I would have a hard time separating from um, unless it's like out of pure necessity. And it's one of those kinds of things. And, you know, right. I, 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 I look into the future and I do see some of those uh, some of those windows opening at, at a certain point in time. But at the same time, I, 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 see, I also know that there's a lot of lots of opportunities to still to continue to have cannabis in my life. And the way that I see that our society, communities, everything Moving forward, I'm excited, dude. I think that there. I think we're in a fucking very pioneering, very peace. So fucking bad right now. <laughs> you say that, and I have to do that as well. Um, <laughs> I have to pee so bad. Is this one of those like Joe Rogan like piss breaks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to pause it. I'm gonna pee my pants. All right, we're gonna we're gonna play uh, some some podcast music for a second.
At a critical time when young people must make decisions that will shape their future, the people who become dependent upon marijuana are dependent on an escape that makes the unreal seem beautiful and the reality of life seem unnecessary. I was ever gonna stop peeing. Oh, dude, I had I, I I I pushed so that I could pee faster. For me, it was just a release. <laughs> it was like I can I can I can let go of the muscles that are holding everything in. I mean, absolutely. God. So yeah. what I was gonna ask is, what do you think the difference is between <clears throat> habitual and ritual? Um, you know what I mean, like habitual and ritual. Is it a what is the fine difference between line, habitual right? and ritual? Yeah, I I would describe that because like a habitual, like hab- you'd habitually like do a ritual, maybe at the right. same time. That's but what the I same, mean. Like, like it's so weird to think of that. Like 
Like, I have to take a bong here before I shit. Is that ritual or habitual? <laughs> <laughs> or is it's habitual to take the bong here, it, but is, it's ritual to be on my phone? Is, is, rich, is ritual associated with worship? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. Oh God! I got I got I'm feeling some, great. We got this other beer. I got this last beer here. This is Trickster uh, from Black Raven. This one's Ooh, got, this one's quite a bit more uh, darker. It is. It's very amber. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pour you a little Let's bit. Let's see if we can do it. Here. Yeah, look at that. No foam. Let's get a little foam in there. Right. Um, I think that was all the questions I had for you, though. Yeah. Let's see what I, got. I, we, sure. I, I have a quite. I have I have a couple uh couple of them for sure. All right. Why does cannabis stay relevant in your present day life? So like for instance, like why why would why does cannabis why is cannabis a part of your everyday life today? And why are you so proud to represent it? So kind of um So this one I don't like as much. Certain IPAs have a Tomato juicy, tomato y, V A. Planty. I'd describe it as planty, maybe. Yep. And it reminds me in the tomato world because tomatoes and hops and weed and all of that is very closely related. Sure. And so this definitely has that. This is this is the Black Raven Trickster. I was drinking this at the you can get this even at like Climate Pledge Arena. Like it's is a pretty mainstream Northwest beer. Mm -hmm. But uh yeah, it has that flavor to it. I was upset that I well so uh, to say so this one specifically on the say, on the can says drink fresh don't 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 seller okay but it was who sellers IPAs I don't fucking know the assholes fucking idiots <laughs> like oh my god um, even I know better than that four twenty though four twenty oh yeah yeah four twenty canning date four twenty y'all that's right that's why we drinking it that's why I brought it that's the only reason though. <laughs> But, however, I do feel like that it, I don't know, it, it mango and pineapple infused IPA or whatever fuck's going on it's there. It's infused? I think so. Yeah, dude. So it says, uh, Indian pale ale infused with mango and pineapple. Oh, okay. Black Raven. Woodenville, Washington, though. Yep. So. No, that's where, that's where I was working, and these dudes drove by my fucking work in that, that one where everybody gave me all the cookies and shit I was oh, talking about. Oh, okay, okay. They drove by my work every single day. Nice. Just in one of the little vans, like maybe the owner. Okay. Them and uh, some bourbon company. I need to go there. I can't remember the name of it now. I'm loaded. We're at like two hours damn near. We're fucked up over here. Yeah, We're trying it. to keep it to an hour, but you know what? I hope we've been entertaining. That's all I can say. This this is a long format like we it used is. to do. It is. I don't know. I, I don't even care. If, if there was if there was one thing I could ask viewers to to respond to, I guess it would be one of those things. Was like I because I, I could have a True. question. I can have a question posted up on the uh, the. For the thing where it's like, what do you think about like X, I don't know, whatever it is. Basically, if you like long format, if you like short format, we're trying to keep it to an hour so it's more digestible. I think we did notice that a lot of our viewers did listen to our podcast for about an hour to an hour and a half in general. Yeah. Um, however, we do want to also offer long format options too. So uh, it's one of those things where we can take those into consideration. But if we have an overarching preference for one or the other, do you prefer long format? Do you prefer short format? Um, hour? Two hour. I think I think we right. would probably I think we'd probably be versus one hour versus two hours if we were yeah. doing anything whatsoever. Yeah, no more than two. Yeah. And which so, we're coming up on right now. Yeah. And so I, I think can't believe it. This shit has cruised fucking by this time. It has, man. We've been having good conversations though. I feel like it. 
I think so too. What uh, was the question you just asked me? Um, why is cannabis a part of your life today, and why are you so proud to represent it? Oh yeah, and that was leading into. So when I talked to you about like in high school, I always knew it wasn't wrong. And it leads back to what I was talking about last episode with the Cypress Hill shit. Me being um, all of a sudden introduced to the bullshit from Dare. Yeah. And so it was like, dude, what a all of a sudden at the lie, age dude. of like 16. Dude, meth is still bad. I would even say, right? <laughs> yeah, don't smoke crack. Um, I'm going to go grab some of that uh, egg roll. We're gonna, I'm going to almost start rolling. Oh, yeah. Let's roll some egg roll. Ha, egg roll, roll the egg roll. But um, I just always knew it wasn't wrong. Too many people in my life that were just regular people that worked every day, that did their thing on a legit level, weren't, you know, in the streets or nothing like that, smoked weed for me to think, man, this is fucking up people's lives. You know what right? I mean? Like, okay, it was like, just like, too normal. It was too normalized in my real life for what my eyeballs were seeing for me to understand what the same people who I saw smoking weed were telling me. Dude, I have a hard time rationalizing catalyst drug anymore. Uh, what do you mean? Like, like the fact gateway? Gateway drug, catalyst gateway drug, drug, gateway drug. I was yeah, thinking dude. of that. Like, I have a hard time rationalizing that anymore. So, like, like, who the... Who the fuck? Who the fuck think? Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. It's well, maybe like go down that addictive personality route. If this feels good, maybe meth feels better. However, why would you think that? So there's two different. The, the, here's the other route that I think of it in, and that is once you are introduced to the black market, black market. other things become available. Uh, okay, so, so now that we have just exposure, then exposure to the black market. So you go over to your weed man's house. Little do you know, he also sells some whatever else. Right, and hey, somebody you, you, who gets that happens to be there. He don't even bring it up to you. I feel like pills are but more of a gateway than you, anything, dude. In front of you, all of a sudden, you see a coke deal go down, or a meth deal go down, or a pill go, deal go down, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh. That's also an option in my life. Okay. What is that? Or like, like maybe it's a freebie along alongside of something else, just to see if they can. I like okay. So okay, let me I've ask you this. Really let me ask you this. Predatory drug dealing like that. I, I, I that was my my question. It was like, have you ever seen like pre, like actual predatory like, drug dealing? Uh, like that? First ones free type shit. Not really. I've Not never really. really seen predatory drug. I haven't drug heard about like it that. except for. I, I would say that sounds that sounds to me like more like movie only theme, dare like movie shit. shit. Yeah, I've never really seen predatory drug dealing like that, and I wish I didn't feel like such like an expert on the situation. But I grew up fucking in the '90s when crack cocaine was very. And the very internet prominent. was not goddamn relevant. The internet didn't exist until I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but where I do think it's a gateway drug is on the seller's side. Seller side. Yes. What do you mean? I do think. You think like if you start getting to the level of selling weed to where you're buying pounds, pounds or whatever, you're now dealing with people who deal in multiple drugs. Yeah, like they 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 also do guns. They also do extra. You're making twenty percent profit off of this. Would you like to make a hundred percent profit off of this? I know a guy you can deal with already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I transferred from weed to crack was 
I'm sitting at the crack house as the weed dealer selling weed to all the crack dealers. And then one day, the crack dealer is lazy, high, because I've been selling him weed. And he's like, hey, man, I don't feel like running down here, man. And we lived in this big-ass apartment. I shouldn't say lived. We were in this big-ass apartment. What? I don't even know what this I'm This is doing. Kim Dog on Biscotti. I'm getting fucked up over here. Um, We lived in these apartments, and... You know, some people could come up to the apartment, but the sketchy people had to, you, you had to meet out somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here in this fucking apartment with all these guys. I'm not paying attention to this weed. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. You're good. Finish the story, and then I can do that. My brain is on a one track mind right now. And so one day I'm sitting there and I'm selling these dudes weed, and he's like, "Hey, nigga, give me a dub sack. And here, take this instead. I got somebody waiting down over here." Just go give this to them, and you can keep that money, right? Mm-hmm. And so I gave him a twenty sack, and he gave me sixty dollars worth of shit. And I went and got my sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden, my twenty dollars worth of weed turned into sixty dollars. Yeah, and that was the beginning. He's of, like, "What? What was that?" Yeah, like, "Whoa, wait, I can, I can do that." So then I, you know, had some money and was like, "So what does twenty dollars get me?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, and. Actually, you know what? How I very, very first started selling dope was I lived in this apartment complex. This is not to condone anything, by no. the way. No, you can't even do it like this no more. You can't even do it like this no more. Yeah, this it's internet, not how it works, There's apparently. fucking social media. You can't do it like this no more. This is some old school shit. I lived in an apartment complex, and the next door apartment complex was a, a legit crack house. They got raided. Mm. And so I figured that night, anybody who came to that door was not involved in this raid. <laughs> Correct? Obviously. Is that stupid to think? Obviously. Obviously, if you're coming back to the crack house to buy some crack and I got raided this afternoon, you don't know about the raid and you're just trying to get some crack. Obviously. So I literally sat at my fucking apartment door. Every time I heard that next door do- knock, Boom, and this was so. This is this is how I got into doing it full time. Sure. Originally, it was because of them dudes, and then I would hang out at the crack house. This is the same apartment complex yeah, yeah. that I end up getting my first apartment in. Or not first apartment, but whatever, getting an apartment in. And uh, so I just moved over here. So like my plug was in the same building. It was easy. So I literally sat at that fucking door, waited for the next door to knock, and then uh, opened up my door and was like, "Hey." They got raided today. What you looking for? And then boom. Ugh. They all just knew to knock on the next door over. And I, my roommate at the time, he loved this shit. He's like, I can't wait to tell my grandkids. I can't <laughs> wait to tell my grandkids I cook crack in a microwave. He <laughs> 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 say shit like that. <clears throat> I'd say shit like and that, the, dude. The manager. Fuck, dude. I say that about fucking working in this industry, dude. Right? And, and the manager... We were all out on the balcony, and and the first one we lived in the apartment, we had all like like white boy preppy people over, so we looked like just a party apartment mm-hmm. of like that, and we kept having them over, but then we, we were selling crack too, and so it just still looked like the white boy party apartment, but we we're fucking selling dope, and man, there was this one homie, because we would have crackheads come over and clean the apartment on Friday for the party to come through, and he used to be like, hey. Don't have them come until I get there. And he used to love 
sitting on the couch and drinking beer and making this crackhead fucking pick up his beers and do all this shit. I fucking, oh, I used to love it. <laughs> he used to, he, oh, God. I'd be like, yeah, Dan, all right, it's all good. I'll wait. I'll wait to have fucking Debbie come over until you get here. These are all not the real names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But anyways, one day the manager, we're all out on the balcony drinking, and he he's down in the parking lot. We're on like the third level, and he's looking, and he's like, why crack? He's Asian. He's Canadian, Canadian-Asian. Why crack people come to your house? Every day, every day, crack people come to your house. And he, we knew he was an alcoholic. And we were like, hey. And he came up. And we were like, they steal alcohol for us. And then we buy it from them. And they could do whatever they want with their money. And we buy the alcohol from them. And, go. and his fucking eyes lit up. He was, like, <laughs> he was like, you buy alcohol? <laughs> and we were like, yeah. We got this fifth of fucking Rumplemints right here. That was like the 101 proof uh, peppermint schnapps type shit. We're like, yeah, we got this fifth right here. We don't even like this shit. Do you want it? He's like, oh, you know what? You know what? Oh, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm a quarter Japanese, so fuck off. You know what? <laughs> you know what? And I was like, nah, we don't want it. He was like, okay. And we gave that shit to him. Shit was straight ever since then. And then one time, the po- we were fucking a crackhead, like one of the ones who's known in the area, kicked off the property, like trespassed. If he's caught on the apartment property, he's going straight to jail type mm-hmm. shit. At this point, there's like police always in the parking lot. Shit was hot. We used to call it the Carters, which if you ever seen New Jack City, that's what it's about. <laughs> and so we used to call it the Carters. And um, this known ass crackhead, Dean, that's not his real name, Dean, uh, came up. And he's literally walking out of our apartment as police are walking up to our apartment. And they just look at him and they're like, all right, well, you stay right here as they cuff him for trespassing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure they found dope on him. And my fucking friend, Jim, fuck, that motherfucker's on heroin right now in the streets of Austin. And I fucking feel so sad about it. He's one of my best friends ever in life. If you ever seen Wasted Talent, this is the fucking definition of it. But anyways. The cops are like, so what's this guy doing here? And my friend Jim reaches into the closet that's right next to the front door and just grabs a random jacket and goes, this motherfucker sold me this jacket for $20 and now he's coming back telling me he wants 30 more. I told him I wasn't giving him any more money when I (laughs) saw him in the fucking parking lot. And now here he is asking for fucking more money. So I don't know what he's doing. And boom, (laughs) cops were like, well, all right. And and he even said to the cops, he goes, he goes, look at this jacket. If some dude in the street was telling trying to sell you this jacket for twenty dollars, tell me you wouldn't buy it. And the <laughs> cops just looked at him like, You got me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice jacket, dude. <laughs> it was a slick ass black leather jacket too. <laughs> and the co- cops just cuffed him up for trespassing and fucking kept it moving. But they knew we was up to something in that motherfucker. We had to go. We didn't have a peephole. Real gangsters would come over and go, "You motherfuckers ain't even got a peephole." Oh shit, I gotta go. <laughs> we would just open the door wide. Yes, you would like to buy some crack. <laughs> 
<laughs> my friends used to tell me they were like I don't know if you ever seen the Will Ferrell movie Talladega Nights when he fucking falls off from racing mm-hmm. and he's like I think I'm just gonna be a crack dealer but I'll be the nicest crack dealer ever met like hey guys you wanna buy some crack that's what people said are like the gangsters the motherfuckers that moved up from California <laughs> and shit like the real gangsters and shit like these motherfuckers represented hoods and was doing all this shit like they were like that's you guys hey guys would you like to buy some crack no? Good. You shouldn't do crack. But if you happen to want some, you should come see me. <laughs> but if you don't want any, don't start doing it. <laughs> They're like, you corny motherfuckers. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude. Oh, that's why on my Instagram it says Northwest Gangster Hippie because the gangsters I'm a hippie, but to the hippies I'm a gangster. <laughs> oh, man. We like two hours in, bro. Bro. We're going to have to call it. We are. We're over here fucked up. I was supposed to smell this fucking egg roll. It smells great. Uh, we're going to do a whole fucking podcast on it. Fuck it. Is this K-Savage? Yeah. K-Savage. I don't know. Shout out K-Savage. Where is it available? Do we have it? We got it. Okay, we got it. You got it? We got it. We're going to smoke it. Well, next episode, we're going to do the uh, dab fucking show off or birthday shit. We got me and Monty's birthdays. Yeah. My girlfriend just had a birthday, too, man. Hey, we're going to have your girlfriend fucking smoke pot with us for her birthday. Mm. She can be behind the camera, on the camera, on the mic, off the mic, whatever, but she'll be in the rotation. Rotation. Birthday rote. Rote. <laughs> That's what the kids say these days. They just shorten everything. Birthday rote. Birthday rote. Yeah, it's like military language. I was, I was just on base. Like I was on base yesterday. What the fuck were you doing on base? I was seeing my great ne- my great nephew. He's my here? my nephew had a son. Okay. I met him. Your ne- so your your siblings kids got kids. Yes. And you ain't no busted nothing. No. How disappointed is your mother? Uh, she's okay. <laughs> she's okay. My sister, my, she got si- enough of my them? sister put out four. So, oh, she's straight. She's she, like, I got all the grandkids I need. She been filled for How's your cat for, doing. She all, all my mom needs is a new is a new baby, which she just got from this grandkid. Okay. As now, my, as my mom's a great grandma now. Wow. I haven't brought that up to her yet. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, sure. All right, guys. Yeah, dudes. I think we're gonna sign off. Hey, dads. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. Let's do it. Oh, fuck. It's hot. I burned we myself. all we all dudes. I thought you learned that from Good Burger. I mean, I there's nothing wrong with being a dude. Dude. All right. So make sure you motherfucking click, subscribe, like, 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 like subscribe. Like, Most importantly, share. share. Yeah. Fucking share this shit. I know you was laughing at least once or twice. If you last three times, if you laugh three times, then you gotta repost it. <laughs> Motherfucker, don't fucking be stingy. It costs you nothing to repost. It costs you nothing to like. It costs you nothing to subscribe or share. It means it costs you nothing, but it means the fucking world to us. And I stole that from another podcast. That is true. That is true. It does mean the world to us. And so, absolutely, man. Because we only got three subscribers on uh, YouTube so far, and I think that's me, you, and Monty. So no, I didn't, on, I didn't subscribe. That's definitely uh, that, that's definitely yes. somebody else. Somebody else. Probably my mom. Uh. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. Absolutely. This is Nate. And this is Cam. Keep it twisted, y'all. Keep it twisted. Follow us on everything. Absolutely. Absolutely.